0: The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve 12- Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book.
1: How do you like their match?
0: Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sharapan and
2: Matt Peralt. And here we go.
0: are off and running on a Tuesday. What's up, boys and girls? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sharapan, Matt Peralt, live on Twitter and YouTube. Sports Grid replay at night. What's up, night owls? Kevin Ioli from Yahoo Sports will join us here in a couple of minutes. Mm. Mm. Got a lot to get to with the UFC. Had a little hearing this morning in Las Vegas involving a UFC fighter who Mm. had his suspension extended by the Mm. Nevada State Athletic Commission. James Krause already is suspended and no Mm. one can fight with him. But Brendan Moreno is a former fighter who will fight this weekend on a UFC card for the belt in his division. Yes, Now no longer trained by James Krause. So we'll get to that. How are you, my friend? What did you think of last night's Cowboys Bucks game?
1: I'm good. I mean, I think we gave the exact score on the show. We'll have to go back and look. Yeah, because we said it was going to be right around the total. I think I said 31, you were 31, 14 and it was Oof. 31, 14. So under 45 and a half, very oh. important to get that best number. Got to get that CLV all the time. Six but,
0: points were left on the field last night.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the kicker. <laughs> I, I mean, at some point, like, you know, you play golf, you know, when you get the yips or you see somebody that gets the yips and it can't make a two foot putt. And it just happens and it happens. Guy could make an extra point. That was, I, I don't even know. There's no explanation for that. I don't know if that carries over all that other stuff. My my question to you, and then let's just get this out of the way. Yeah. Why in the hell are you wearing a Patriots hat today? Seriously. What are you doing? <laughs> the background looks great. The new Thank BVB you. background looks yeah. phenomenal. You got that nasty, hundred year old, crusty, curled up, stank. <laughs> Ass <laughs> patriot hat on today. He ain't going back. It's
0: he a good luck hat.
1: Everybody's going home. He ain't
0: going back. He's not. I can't say he's not. He's not. I, I hold. Before we get to Brady, hold on. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Gosh. We got to get to what happened last night because everyone is saying we're not giving Dak his due. Let's at least give him his due. Who the hell's saying that? Dak Everybody is. Everyone s- last night. He played really well last night. Played great. Is that? The defense he was facing or the offense that the Cowboys are running?
1: Um, I mean, it can be a combination of both. But once once Dallas gets a lead and he don't turn the ball over, they're, they're a freight train. They're rolling downhill. And Tampa, how many times have we got to be hit over the head? They can't come back. They're, they're, they're not coming back. They were 4-12-1 in the regular season to get yeah. spread. I mean, how many times you got to be hit over the head and go, you know what? They're not good, Yeah, but it's Brady. Oh, but they're, they're, they're not, they're, they stink. Well, no, they got they're, They don't they'll look, do well in the playoffs. I Stop. mean, it,
0: it was the defense more than it was the offense. The offense didn't play well, clearly, but the defense was the bigger problem. The tackling was a bigger problem. They the missing were of assignments
1: out in the first half fair. Tampa went three and out. How many times Who completed uh, pass?
0: Well, I threw a pick in the end zone, but the first, that was three, the only drive they yeah.
1: sustained in the first half.
0: Yeah. And that was really tough. I mean, it could have been seven, nothing Tampa. That game may have gone differently. If it was seven or even three, nothing Tampa, the game may have gone differently than it did. Cowboys just got the momentum and they started Where to was really your man
1: throwing that pass by the way the pick and he ends. And where was, what was he doing? He's just throwing it away. Yeah.
0: He's trying to throw it away through too short. I mean, he just didn't throw, he was ducking and covering the arm is not what the arm was So the arm strength's not there to get the ball. Throw it into the stands. Yep. There. No, I mean, Brady played horrifically. There's no debating that Tom played poorly. The offense was poor. Look, Tom Brady cannot play on an offense. that can't run the football. Cannot. I mean, cannot. I, if you can't run the, I mean, this is going back to the Patriots though. Correct. I mean, Tom Brady never could – throwing the ball 50 times a game was never a recipe for a Tom Brady-led team other than oh. 2007 where you had just – the whole league was different. The league was built to stop the run, right. and they threw on everybody. So they were able to open it up because of the matchups. But you know, most years in Tom Brady's career, if he couldn't run the football, he couldn't win. Couldn't win. And, and last yeah. night, they, I mean, he's on an offense that literally – Could not run the ball the entire season. They just stopped trying on top of that. Byron Lefford just stopped calling runs.
1: Dallas looked um, like they did defensively at the beginning of the season. That's true. They were flying all over the place, physical as could be. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we were hearing about the center coming back and all this stuff It was going to help. They couldn't block them. Brady didn't want no part of even trying to step up in the pocket. He can't do the things that a lot of quarterbacks that are successful in the NFL do with sidestepping extending plays. He don't do it, so it's drop back and throw and if for nobody open, they're
0: done. I mean every, every, every let's season. just call what it is though because Marcus Spears just went on a rant this morning Uh-oh. on that on that very topic Uh-oh. on get up on the yeah. And and no one, even Greeny, a little bit checked it. But like, the last time a pocket passer won the Super Bowl was last Peyton year. Manny? No, last year, Matthew Stafford won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, he did, as a pocket passer. Okay, so before we say you cannot win in the NFL without a pocket passing quarterback. Right <laughs> oh, wait, 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 okay? That's a bunch of nonsense. You don't need a Lamar Jackson. You don't need a Justin Fields, even a Mahomes. You don't have to be like that. You can win in the NFL by staying in the pocket and finding the right receivers and hitting the right guy at the right time. So Brady's huh. skill set is still relevant in the NFL, okay? There's different ways to play the position now, and very talented quarterbacks are mobile, Mahomes as right. the na- number one example of that. Josh Allen, maybe being number two, but like, we got to like t- tap the brakes here about this.
1: I don't know if he can, I mean, I don't know if he can physically perform the job to the level that it's needed. Like you could before. I don't know if he can. I mean, you see Russell Wilson making throws. I'm like,
0: eh, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of passes that he, Brady was just missing. True. A lot. Like, no, he's not the same guy, but like he's one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the league. Would you agree? Well, yes. So he'll start somewhere. If there's he wants a lot to of play. bad quarterbacks in the league. No, I would agree. Yeah. But I think if he wants to play next year, he'll have a place to play. If he oh, wants to play. No doubt about that. And I think he could go go to, to a contender. I mean, if he comes to Las Vegas, he comes to the Raiders. They'll be a contender for the playoffs. They may not make it due to the division, but they'll be contenders.
1: They'll be in games. I don't know if they'll be contenders. I mean, look. We've got to go through the schedule. We'll do that when the schedules and stuff come out. But, I mean, what are they going to do? Get Tom Brady and win 11 games? Uh, They win 10. They go 10 and 7. They could be in the playoffs. Without even looking, you're going to go 10? Yeah. I've seen the schedule. schedule.
0: Patriots are playing here again. Patriots are in Vegas. Seriously? Oh, I'm dead serious. Brady could be playing against Belichick in Las Vegas here at Allegiant Stadium. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, that game will be on Sunday
0: night. You think? <laughs> Just a guess. Just a guess that you wow. would be here on prime time to okay. watch. So oh we, we have the games for the Raiders. We know. Do who the Steelers
1: play here? I think the Steelers mm-hmm. play here too. <clears throat> Steelers are playing on the West Coast. I know that. Wow. I somebody sent me a text like, oh, Steelers opponents. I think it's I, it's either here. Uh, or San Diego and LA or or I mean LA twice or something. I don't know. Right. Somebody you,
0: told me Steeler game. You always get mad with all like the Boston people, right? was like inundated with Boston people? Yep. Kevin Ioli's one of you. Damn right he is. <laughs> It's it's, it's am it's, right it's it's a Pittsburgh person, so let's bring on Perfect. our friend Kevin Ioli, who's jumped in a little early here. We appreciate his time. Don't want to keep him waiting in the back too long to bring him up to talk some excellent UFC and what's happening, Kevin. Good it to is. see you, my friend Matt and Dave. I think this is the first time we've had you on BVB. Welcome it to is. the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, you are a Pittsburgh guy. You're a Penguins fan and a Steelers fan, but you're a Pittsburgh guy. Am I right I'm yeah, a
2: Pirates fan, for God's sake. Hey. We all are Pirates
1: fans, Kevin. We're old enough to remember that you <laughs> you're maybe remember 71. I remember 79. I dream about it all the time, and we are <laughs> family teams. The Pirates are going to be remember good again, I promise. Dave. Oh, wow. You do. There we go. I love oh, it. Oh, okay. Well. Now you're real OG. I mean, if anybody really, really remembers 60.
2: Well, I, I, I was a year old, so maybe I don't remember, but okay. I was alive.
1: Right. Well, that's fine. Right. But yeah. you. So were you
2: ever in Forbes field? Oh yeah.
1: Oh, I heard that place was unbelievable.
2: I saw um for uh, the pirates play a number of games there. I remember seeing Willie Mays uh, play against the pirates and, I don't know. There must have been a magazine shot or something because before the game, there was Willie Mays and Clemente standing there on the, you know, like right by the dugout. Somebody was taking pictures of the two of them. So just pretty amazing. And they also had the all the Alou brothers together because I think two of the Alou brothers were playing for the Giants and the, and the third one was uh, Matty Alou was playing for the Pirates.
0: Wow. Oh my, awesome. There we go. Awesome. All right,
2: Kevin, I, I wanted
0: to bring you on because you wrote a really interesting piece on Yahoo Sports about where the company, the UFC, currently is. We've had some news this morning here in Las Vegas involving a fighter that we'll get to here in a second. But given where the company is as a whole in the wake of what happened on New Year's Eve with Dana White, in the wake of the company with pay-per-view numbers going down, for someone who's not paying attention, like where is the UFC right now as we start 2023?
2: Well, I think, you know, as I wrote in my piece, Matt, you know, the UFC was in a very strong position as it ended 2022. I mean, they have this, what was I think, a 30 fight sellout streak. They've They've been setting gate records. Pay-per-views are down across the board. Boxing pay-per-views are you know, embarrassingly low. UFC pay-per-views are down from where they were a couple of years ago. But that's kind of a sign of the economy. So if you look at that just in that context, you're not that worried. But then you add in some of the stuff going on, like the brawl at the press conference that forced the change uh, at UFC 278. Then you look at you know, this uh, betting scandal that happened. You know, I don't think it's actually the UFC's fault. That it occurred right i mean it's uh it was a train a fight trainer who was involved but there needed to be better regulation and better organization of how you prevent this from getting out of control now we have the fbi investigating a betting thing uh the francis and Gano thing the other day uh, you know the baddest man on the planet and dana ends up saying he was afraid to fight good competition. He wanted to fight lesser competition for big money. I mean, you know, Dana said that for business reasons, right? right he did right. not say that because he believes it. Nobody believes that Francis and Ngannou was ducking anybody. But the fact is they should have been able to get that deal done with him, which they have done historically. You know, I mean, rarely has there been a free agent that the UFC wanted back that they lost. You know, they've lost free agents, but most of the time they lost guys. It was like, yeah, whether we want them back or not. Francis and they want him back. Nate Diaz, they want him back. Then you add in Dana's slapping situation. And Dana is the company, right? Dana is so powerful in this company, and he has such a big role in it uh, that you saw that what happened with the stock market. When it came out that, um, you know, this happened, the stock market dropped significantly because they weren't sure what was going to happen with Dana and then it went up when when they saw yeah. that you know it was Endeavor wasn't going to probably do something. So, I think they face a lot of challenges. I I think it's an overstatement to say they're they're on their way out, but they face a lot of challenges in the next year or two as they negotiate their new TV deal and some of the other things they try to work on.
1: That's exactly where I was going to go next. Um I and mean, there's a lot of things right now in their face. And you just said, you know, the FBI investigating and stuff. You're around it. And, and, you know, Matt just told me that you do a gambling podcast. How big is the gambling within the UFC culture between, you know, I mean, we're hearing about the scandal, but you're just around it all the time. You cover the fights. We're in a vacuum here. I mean, the show's called Bostonian versus the Book. We look at sports through the gambling right. lens. So we understand it. I've been in the books and I've seen the growth of, you know, UFC betting. It's going on an upward plateau. It has been. But how much is it around from you like and guys that cover it as well as within the culture? Is it a big deal, the gambling part of it?
2: Well, here's the thing, Dave, that I think I would say is that, like, I covered sports betting for the Review Journal before I went to Yahoo Sports. And um, no, I wasn't covering this, but there was that Arizona State betting scandal. Who found it out? The sports books. A lot of times people are afraid of gambling, but you know, the, the sports book industry, they help out a lot of times because yeah. they alert people to things that are going on. You know, you can't control what other people do. And sometimes people try to cheat the system, right? They try to rob banks and they, they try to do all these crazy things. And and the, whenever there's been scandals in the past, it's been the sports books alerting the officials saying, hey, there's something weird going on here, right? right. So nobody is, in this case, uh, accusing anybody of throwing fights or anything but here's where things come up that become a problem you have James Krause who was one of the best coaches in the sport he has a big gym he had uh, Brandon Moreno who's fighting this weekend in in a championship fight in his gym he coached him the last time out and all of a sudden it finds you see the fight with uh, Derek Minner and I can't pronounce the Chinese guy's last name right but on November 5th they had a fight in Las Vegas Minner has a knee injury um they don't tell the nevada athletic commission now what what people should know is that on friday after the weigh-in they see doctors uh, this is uh normal course of business standard
1: operating ask, procedure standard everyone operating does procedure.
2: this and they okay. ask the fighters you know are, what medications are you taking or do you have any injuries anything hurt and they have and they fill out a form and both james Krause and Derek minner said no injuries now, Minner goes out in the fight. He throws a kick, immediately goes down, grabbing his knee. Um, his opponent jumps on top of him, finishes him. I think the time was a minute and seven. Now, all of a sudden, it turns out sports books are saying, wait a minute, there was a ton of bets on uh, the other guy to win in the first round, yep. a ton of bets on the fight to go under two and a half. And it's like, so the Nevada Athletic Commission didn't know, the UFC didn't know, but somebody knew. Somebody that, knew. Uh, Derek Minner was injured right and that's the problem like I don't think that you know Derek Minner necessarily threw the fight but I think the allegation that's out there or the suspicion that's out there is that they didn't make an effort to keep it quiet and the people who were betting now the second thing ESPN reported last week and a very well done story I thought uh that James Krause is a betting agent for an offshore sports book, meaning kind of serving as a middleman for people who don't know. He would go up to you and say, "Hey, if you want to make a bet uh, with this particular sports right book, come to me and I'll, 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 you know, take care of it for you." Um, that now becomes a, a lot bigger problem, right? The UFC before this broke, and I was the one that broke the story in October. They changed their policy and they created a rule that said. No UFC fighter, no UFC coach, or anybody involved with them can bet on UFC fights. They didn't say MMA fights, they said UFC fights. Mm. So that was added to their code of conduct in October. Did they know something when they added that? You know, it sure looks like they did.
0: Hmm. So this morning, Kevin, Jeff Molina, who is one of James Krause's fighters, who was adamant about Hey, this guy knows his stuff. Go to the Discord channel. He talked about how smart, you know, Kraus was and all the ways he'll help you win bets. This is a Discord channel people are paying $2,000 a month up to 2 grand a month to get the information from Krauss. The Nevada State Athletic Commission this morning has extended that suspension. They've officially tempered.
2: suspended. Yeah. Make sure you mention that.
0: Okay. Oh, for his involvement in a quote gaming scheme related to the James Kraus investigation. Having these stories stay out there for the UFC, how much of a problem is this, that this is a drip, drip, drip situation with this story?
2: I think this is a tough one for them. Now, I think that if they handle it the right way, uh, they can make this go away, right? I think, you know, um, there there was never any doubt about the NCAA basketball tournament the year that Arizona State had their betting scandal, right? It went on, people believed in the integrity of it. But if they don't cut this off, and this keeps happening, it, like you said, Matt, drip, drip, drip. If stories keep coming up on new things happening, then I think you have problems. I mean, so they were right to uh, ban anybody on the teams from betting. Now, like how do you control that, right? That The problem is, you know, if a fighter's wife walks into a sports book and makes a bet, you know, do the sports book, the sports book operators now, they have technology they should know who the fighters are, who the coaches are but today knew who the wives are, the girlfriends are, the guy next door. And that's, that's where the issue is coming up. The integrity of the bets is that question at that point.
1: Let's see. in, in like from the sports books point of view, it's hard enough to make the numbers, take the bets, you know, make sure everything's right. Now we got to put it on us to know who the wives are and who the uncles are. It's a Correct. lot to ask and a lot of, you crap. can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Can the UFC exist without the betting? in your opinion, Kevin, because now the lines are f- splashed up on every fight, every broadcast, everything sponsored, every ring post and a thing has a sportsbook sponsor. Are we too, one, it's a two part question. Are we too close now with it being in everybody's face and two, could the UFC exist if they said no more betting on this stuff?
2: Well, I, here, yes, I think they can, but here's the thing, like, let's go back, you know, the NFL was hypocrites for many, many years, right? You know, when sports betting wasn't legal, the the NFL was built by sports betting. People were betting on sports. I remember when I was a kid, you'd get those little parlay sheets, you know, you could fill them out and you you would uh, bet on. I grew up in Pittsburgh. It was all over the place. Like, that's what people did and the nfl became yeah. what it is in large part because of sports betting now right. so I, I think that the, the thing that the nfl did that the ufc is going to have to uh be careful about is when the who was it? the uh, atlanta wide receiver got suspended last year uh calvin Ridley. Bent, calvin Ridley, yeah he bet yeah. on a couple yeah. of games boom done for a year maybe you know he hasn't been uh the suspension hasn't been removed the ufc is going to have to really enforce this and if they have a fighter you know of course their fighters are betting uh, you know on the sports they they know the sport better than anybody right they've been in there with these guys they train with these guys they they know better than anybody so if they find out that these guys are betting on on fights involving UFC fighters they got to take drastic action I hate to say that because these fighters in a lot of cases aren't making a ton of money right but for the integrity of the sport they have to stop this and they have to put a a very big message out there that if you do this, and it's now in our code of conduct, you are risking your livelihood. And I, I mean, uh, Molina got suspended by uh, Nevada temporarily uh, before they cut Minner. Right now, the reason for cutting Minner was not because of the betting situation, although I think that might add a little to do with it. But the <laughs> official stated reason was he lied and didn't disclose an injury that he should have disclosed, and so. I think that, you know, can it exist? Yes. Uh, Will it exist? Probably. I think it will. But I think that they have to really be vigilant and it's not going to be, you know, not going to be easy. It's going to be a difficult time, but you know what, when you're a multi-billion dollar company, you know, you got big boy problems.
0: Figure it out. Yeah. So this weekend you mentioned it, Kevin, that UFC 283, the co-main event involves Brendan Moreno against Devin Devin Figueiredo, the fourth time these guys are fighting, but they're fighting for a belt. Is, is this a significant distraction for a guy like Moreno, who was the most high-profile James Krause fighter up right. until the scandal, and now he had to part ways right before his last fight. He had to part ways with James Krause. Krause won't corner him this coming weekend. How difficult is that to switch gyms before a title fight?
2: He got lucky at the timing of this, right? So he had just started – Work uh, with Kraus for this fight and then it happened. So he immediately moved back to Las Vegas, got hooked up with uh, Saif Houd, who's a very good coach from Fortis MMA. He was in Las Vegas. So uh, Brandon uh, coach worked with him. So I don't think it's really going to affect him. I I spoke to Brandon at length about it. I'll have a story on Brandon later today actually about that. Um, and I don't think it's going to negatively affect him. Win or lose, I don't think it's going to affect him. Figueroa is a great fighter and they, they have a lot you know they're very close to each other it's kind of like ollie and frazier were so close whenever they fought and i think that they're going to have a close fight this time regardless of who wins but i think brandon uh and uh, brandon of all people he's such an ebullient uh happy charismatic guy don't think he lets much bother him so i think he's going to be fine i don't think it'll affect him if he loses the fight i don't think it's going to be because of the coaching situation
1: kev uh last one for me before uh matt gets one more, whatever wraps it up. You wrote an article about your health situation and, uh, you know, everything that happened. And literally, I mean, I didn't know you, but after you wrote that, I felt like I knew you because we all go through these things. And it was so powerful of just being able to say, you know, how you said it and all these things. So one, how is your health? And two, how is your state of mind just going forward i mean you're covering guys where you know there's some serious hurt business going on and you're around this stuff how are you able to do it and how are you feeling uh right now with everything going on
2: well the good work uh news is i feel great um i have a doctor's appointment tomorrow so that's good i'm staying, good. On, I'm staying on top of my health keeping in track of my doctor so that's all good um i, I think you know i have loved since I was a kid boxing, right? I, um, I actually uh, went, I was what, six years old at the time, I believe it was. My dad wanted to go. He took me as quote unquote a birthday gift. That was a way to sell it to my mom. But I went to Sugar Ray Robinson's final fight. So I saw mm-hmm. the greatest fighter of all time as when I was, what, six years old. Um, and I've I was I've been a boxing fan That's all it. my life, and when I learned about MMA, I became an MMA fan. Um, you know, I've I've covered kickboxing, I've covered Muay Thai, uh, I've covered all these different aspects, and I love the fight game. I still love it, but as I've gotten older, I have seen seven fighters die in the ring, all boxers. Oh. Terrible. Um, I had one of them fall on top of me, fell through the ropes, and Aunt Dave Coken and I were sitting at the uh, ring at the Orleans. Um, and this fighter fell on top of me, and then he later passed away. Um, and that's hard to see. And so i become a big advocate for fighter safety. And a lot of times, you know, I see uh, people complaining about stoppages, and I say, we have to quit complaining. That may have been an early stoppage, but the referee is in there looking, and he sees. And I'm more critical of referees who let fights go on Mm. As opposed to referees who say no too much. You know what? Cause if, if the referee makes a mistake and stops it too soon, you can always rematch and go back and fight another day. But if the referee lets it go one punch or one kick too long, that's disastrous, disaster. And, and that is hard to take. And thank God that I haven't seen, you know, there have been fighters that have passed, but just not a fight that I have been at. Um, And i tell you, it really has an impact on you when you sit there and you, you're covering this fight as a sporting event and you watch somebody taken out on a stretcher or, or collapse, you know, later, you know, it's a life altering event and light, you realize how precious life is. And um, you know, it's something that you don't ever want to see. So I will always, always, always advocate for fighter safety and, you know, not just fighters. Football Mm -hmm. players, you know, look at these guys getting uh, concussions and CTE and all that. You know, so people were worried about whether Tua was going to play. I said, you know, forget about Tua. You know, he's done. Don't, you know, I I mean, if to me, I think Tua would be smart to retire. Look at Troy Aikman said, look at some of these guys have said, your life is not worth it. You know, you're taking a huge risk by any contact sport where you're getting a blow to the head. And if you go ahead and play after you've had multiple concussions and you've been in a situation that two has been in, you're just asking for your life to be miserable, you know, for 30, 40 years down the road. Hmm.
0: Kevin, we'll end with this. It's not often that a T-Mobile arena employee breaks major news, but they did by posting the John Jones and cereal gone March, <laughs> I think third fight uh billboard out in front of the arena that's that everybody crazy. went, wait, wait, what that's <laughs> happening. Well, yeah, that's how it happened. What are your expectations for John Jones at heavyweight? And this is for the vacant title. Obviously you mentioned Francis Ngannou who has just appeared actually on, I think on, on Ariel Helwani show this morning, talking a bit about why that contract went South with the UFC, but what do you make of John Jones and him coming back here at heavyweight?
2: I like John Jones to win this fight. I mean, like on the simple, uh, no, the first line I saw Jones was an underdog and I guess he's already been bet into the favorites position. Uh, but I like Jones because you look at it, he goes, Cyril gone, got out wrestled by Francis and Whoever thinks Francis Ngano is a wrestler, right? That was great <laughs> coaching by Eric Nixig to get that set up. Uh, that, that game plan. I think John Jones, even being away three years, uh, I like Jones, but you know, on the other hand, he's been away 30, I think it will be 37 months by the time he fights. Um, you know, Cyril Gone is a world-class athlete, a world-class fighter. Um, and I think, you know, it's a, it's a true threat. So I think the line being close is, is a good line. I'll have to see as we see John work. And, you know, I haven't seen his body. Uh, like, you know, because he's added a lot of muscle, right? <laughs> mm. 25, 230 and would cut down to 205. And now he's like, uh, the last I knew, somebody told me he weighed
1: 255. Oh,
2: wow. By and the way, so, you
1: still got the Pittsburgh accent. You said he got Don. You you, you, <laughs>
2: went, you,
0: you said Don.
2: <laughs> I heard it. I <laughs> <laughs> love it.
0: Love it. Man, two. I mean, his brothers are huge, so it makes sense. Why not? I mean, he, 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 he's, he's got a football body and frame to go that big. Man, I, I, I'm looking forward yeah, he's to the it. the little It'll,
2: guy in the group, right?
0: right he's right. A small of all, of all of them and he could cut down one more ingano against fury is ingano going to go fight in you know, the the top happen. the top level fighters he go into boxing to to fight up against the big boys
2: Come it's on. ridiculous he has <laughs> zero chance against tyson fury tyson fury is one of the greatest heavyweight boxers who ever freaking lived and i don't understand why people don't under get this when Floyd Mayweather fought Conor McGregor, Matt, what did I write? I, I wrote before the fight, this is a farce. It's yes. There's no Thank chance. You. Thank you. It, but it they was. made a ton of money, and now everybody wants to try Like I'm It's just the same thing as these guys want to fight Jake Paul. You know, um, <laughs> We'll save that great. for
1: the next interview. We'll Francis save the Jake great Paul great discussion the next time we have after. you. <laughs>
0: Kevin great stuff man thank you for the time hey, we're Appreciate gonna go you have on. lunch at some point Kevin too great all meeting man. you man thanks guys all, all right. right Kevin Ioli at get Kevin off. I on Twitter to follow him from <laughs> Yahoo Sports great combat uh, sports writer one of maybe man. my favorite combat sports writer uh in the business Just a guy who's been around forever and a Pittsburgh guy on top of that you tell me yeah you you can't get away from all the Boston people I can't get away from Pittsburgh Welcome. people that's it. It's, it's a
1: conjunction, there's a, a confluence just like the three rivers in Pittsburgh are. There's a confluence of uh, our lives all coming together, lost, and all this other stuff. It's amazing. So.
0: Do you believe, though? I mean, what, seven what guys, he's seen seven guys die in the ring. I mean, that shook me to the core. I was like, oh my, what? I mean, he's been around the fight game, he's a hall of famer, he's been around longer than everybody. I mean, he was Floyd's guy. And Floyd wanted stories out. Kevin was the guy that Kevin broke all the stories yeah. with, with Floyd. I mean, he's been in this town Crazy. so well connected. And when I first moved here, I was doing a lot of UFC stuff and, I, and I've covered more UFC fights you know, here in Vegas and any other sporting events that I've been to here in town. And I would see Kevin over and over again. I just started like talking to him and just like the stories he would tell are just like, you just sit there and go, Holy shit. You've seen what? Like it's incredible. The stuff that he's witnessed in the, in the, the stories that he has. And uh, I mean the John Jones stuff that he broke and the stories about John Jones hiding underneath the ring when, the, t- the testers were coming to test him. And there's all different like stories that run around that you hear about like what happened in the fight game. And he is a huge advocate of fighter safety and like what has happened in the sport over... I mean, these are four-ounce gloves we're talking about. Huge men with four-ounce gloves. Now you've who are sat
1: close. You've sat close. Like The first oh. time I sat close at a UFC event was at the Red Rock in a, like a banquet room. And they gave yeah. us tickets and we went... And I heard that. Yeah, that's. And I was like, difference. "Oh, whoa! This isn't a boxing glove. Like, no. that's that's you, you. know, I've been in, went to watch Floyd train once, and mm-hmm. back in the day, he invited us over, and like, I was just, I, I've been right there. You actually were in a ring of boxing and stuff, so you know that. But yeah, that's the sickest UFC sound. Is,
0: oh well, I mean, the, the difference is the the sickest sound I've ever heard is when I was I was ten feet from when Canelo knocked out Amir Khan. And that sounded like somebody hitting a watermelon with a baseball bat. That's what his head sounded like. He lost consciousness so fast. It was unbelievable. But I'll say this. This, The grossest sound is when a chin gets hit with a four-ounce glove because it doesn't sound like – it sounds like a bare fist. Like the crack is something else. And a head kick – it maybe is the worst sound. Oh. Head kicks are a different type of sound. Oh. Someone get clipped. Like we we were watching the at Chicky and Pete's. We watched the Leon Edwards Usman right. head kick. We weren't there. I can only imagine what that must have sounded that like. Sounded like R, you know, octagon side. And Kevin mm. sits, you'll see Kevin. Now that you guys have seen Kevin, look for him because he literally is. In right the, the shot ring. all the time. All the time. On the he's octagon. always there. He just, he's always there. He'll be there this weekend. You just see him there. And, and he's just always covering the, the sport and covering, you know, big time boxing events. And it's, it's a really dangerous sport. And, you know, watching w- when you're in a ring and you're hearing like high level sparring, DLX boxing here in town is where I trained for a while. And major pro fighters would come in and train oh. and, and watching them spar. Uh, is like, oh my goodness gracious! Like they, I'm asking like they're going hard, and they're like, no, they're not. They're going like sixty percent. I'm like, right, that's that's sixty percent. They're yeah. like, yeah, that's sixty yeah. percent. It's like,
1: oh, right. hold, and that's shit. what I mean. Like you know, from a distance, we're worried about the the line and and our bets and all this other stuff. These guys are worried about getting out of there alive.
0: Like you, you know, leave in, a part of your body. It, it's such an interesting point when fighters say, uh, when I go in. And they shut that door and they lock the cage. It's a really good chance that a part of me that came in is not going out. Right. And that like, like goes like,
1: man, through,
0: man? you're, you're oh. 22, five, six, whatever you might be. Like, and you're oh. doing it for entertainment. You're doing it for our entertainment. And we turn the page and we move on. We go on with our lives, right? right? We go to the fight, watch the fight. These, person, these people are dealing with leg injuries, knee injuries, concussions, broken faces, broken noses. And we just all kind of like, and they, and they run it right back. And I mean, look, I lost my coach two weeks ago and yep. Stephen Bonner passing away. I don't know. I, I'm going to have a lot. I'm gonna have a hard time with it for a long time because he meant so much to me. And at the end of his life, we all knew he was in trouble and nobody could reach him. Right. And he was, so thin and he was so he had such an, an issue, but he would tell me stories about the number of concussions he suffered and he fought John Jones. He fought high level fighters, right? He doesn't, he doesn't remember big chunks of his life or did not. He passed away, he doesn't, didn't remember. He's like, I don't remember from this point to this point. I don't have any memory of what happened. People would come and tell me what happened, but I don't remember the fight. Or I don't remember the end of this, or I didn't remember two days after the fight. I still didn't remember what was going on. But that's the level of head trauma he was suffering through. And he would tell me like, and he fought Anderson Silva. He's like, Anderson Silva, kneeing me in the chest to this day, I can still feel what that felt like when oh. Anderson Silva knee oh. me to the chest. Oh. It's like, and I, that's what made it so real. Listening to Stepan Bonner tell me the stories and tell me what he went through in the fights. I mean, he fought the best of the best, right? Like these guys do this. It's a different breed. And he fought sixty amateur fights, I believe it was. Bonner did in boxing On before the, he right. got before he got to the before he got the Ultimate the, Fighter. He was a fantastic. boxer. Chicago Golden Gloves
1: boxer. You think about the practices. Like oh. I mean, that's you know, forget about the actual fights themselves. I mean, it's it's can be 12 rounds or you know, UFC math championship fights are five rounds. What about all the training? And all the hits yeah. and all the things and stuff to get to that point, all the
0: undercard fights, all the amateur fights, all the things to get to that point. I used to it, spar with Stefan. He was six, 250 pounds at the time. Right. So I, I that's a wrong weight class for you. P Roll. What the hell? Oh my doing? gosh. I would stand there and I would go, he how would literally hit, hit me with an open palm. Right. He would, he would just patty cake me. Right. Right. And he'd still ring my bell. He'd still right. catch yeah. me and ring my bell. Yeah. And I was like, how in the hell are you at when you go for real, like when you were fighting in the UFC for real, there was somebody equally your size, right? Punching and kicking you equally as hard. Right. And you got in, and, in and, and the light heavyweight division and you guys took it and you were like, thank you. Can I have another? It, it just, it doesn't, it never equated to me. It, it ne- like, nothing Oh, I learned, oh, I learned so much from him and so much from those three years I spent training underneath them because of just the respect I gained from fighters just knowing what they go through and watching them. And then the other side, the on the ground game, the jujitsu masters. Amazing. You know, I, 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 when first with, when I first started training with where I first started training with Stefan here was at Venom, which is Venom's training camp is here. Venom now is the tele-sponsor of all the gear for the UFC. The jiu-jitsu people are insane. Like what they can do with their bodies on the ground and how they can contort and they will kill you. I mean, the thing about boxing is boxing can kill you with a punch but it's not designed to kill you. Jiu-Jitsu is designed to kill you. Just, yeah. Just <laughs> that is what that was designed for. Uh, that was designed to choke you out and have you, if you're being attacked by somebody, to subdue them and kill them. Yeah. Like that's the, that the origin of that tacti- tactical art. And watching people do it, it's like, oh my gosh, if they don't stop, that's it. Right. Like you, can, you, you have that grip on somebody and that's it. <sighs> <laughs> it's, it's an unbelievable...
1: Speaking of having a grip before we move on, this is a first for the BVB and a first for all of us here watching the show and being a part of the show. If you like the show, hit the like button. Ventura 226. Okay. Here all the time. He said, good morning. I'm listening to the show while the wife is in labor. Oh, can't miss the show. Let's go Niners. Congratulations. He's sitting there listening while the wife is, is she having- okay with this? Is she okay? <laughs> I don't know. She knows. Hopefully Ventura's okay. got the earphones in. I wouldn't tell her. But we're welcoming life right now. <laughs> hey, Ventura, stay down low, brother. It's something that you got to see. Nah, you get down there and get low, man. I watch them come out into my hands. My three kids come right out into my hands. Now let me tell you, it's something you never unsee. There's things that happen and things that go on. You never unsee it. If you're okay with it, trust me. In them days when they're giving you shit and they're talking about this, you're like, I caught you when you came out. I didn't cut the cord, though. I did not cut the cord all three times. They're like, you want to cut the cord? I'm like, no. Just yeah, I, I didn't either. I don't think they even gave me the off. option. I
0: don't think I was even, even given the option to cut the cord.
1: Oh, I was down there like you know, I was down there like a catcher. Wait, I, mean, I oh, was I was in, not, I was in no, there.
0: I was north of the equator the entire time. But then I oh, saw the, I saw the post, the after. How about that? Oh, the, don't the, even talk
1: about it. He's the in the waterfall, room. Stop, The waterfall. The waterfall. The kids are in there right now. Stop <laughs> talking about
0: it. You can't prepare for what th- happens. I saw that because oh. i i was walking around the oh. room because i had oh. madeline and I was walking around and i unfortunately the turned and
1: kids in there right now dead shot on like, you just what is that they just leave a question what is that what is that
0: <laughs> i asked what my mother that? i was like it's like is that is that normal she's oh, like oh it's yeah, perfectly it's normal. normal i didn't know that i didn't know i was like it's a lot of blood she's like it's fine it's like, oh. fine everything's fine Oh. everybody's fine. I was, first we used to have childbirth, like without hospitals. Like we used to do this in like people's like my, my, my brother was happen? born at home. My brother was born at home. My brother, Ben was born in an apartment in Amherst, Massachusetts. What the hell? My mom had a home birth with my brother. I was there. I was there when, when my brother got born. I was two years old. Oh, I was this there. Explains okay. <laughs> this explains <laughs> everything. This explains everything. My parents were a little,
1: that's know. not a place for children. <sighs> what goes on that's, in there? And you're doing it
0: at home. Breathe. Oh, yeah. All my, that my time. My aunts the aunt were there. She had two midwives and like, oh. I just I said to my mom, I go, You did this in an apartment with my brother? And she was like, Yeah, can you believe it? I was like, No, I was like, that shouldn't have been done. She was like, Yeah, well, you know, that's how we did it. I was like, No complications, we're all good. I mean, she was 20 at the time, so she's in prime health to be able to give give birth, but still, it's like, what the yeah. Congratulations. Pretty ahead of time. Thank you for being here watching it. But don't get in trouble on our stake. That's a phenomenal. There's a first.
1: You got to come in and let us know how everything went, whether it's when you're still here, if you're doing it right now. But tomorrow, please. Yes, please. Picture. Tag us. Yeah.
0: The
1: the boys in the chat are saying we could if it's a boy, it's it's Matthew
0: David Ventura. (laughs) He he said he said it's a girl. And yes, he has earphones in. But 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 the wife knows the wife knows. Oh okay. oh, okay. congratulations. Yeah. Good luck but, to her. Thank you. She I mean, we right. do nothing in those situations. We but just interrence a girl. girl so congrats, buddy. Welcome Another to the girl, girl Dad Dad. welcome to the club, bro. Welcome you know, girl, you baby. know how to find
1: us. We'll we'll, we'll help we'll you help get you. through them days. Yeah. It'll that'll well, we'll change help your, help your you. life, brother. God bless you.
0: Unbelievable. That's All right. So we mentioned it a little bit there, but Tom Brady in his post game press conference <laughs> essentially said bye to the media. He said bye, basically. I mean, thank them for their service. Said, "Hey, you have a job to do. We understand." He did more he to did. the Tampa media than he did to the Boston media, and Boston media is a little bit, you know, <laughs> sore over that, which is ridiculous in my mind. But you're like, oh, you thank them? You there for two years? You are here with us eighteen years? You don't thank us? It, yeah, it's it's whatever. But the Boston just, media's butt hurt the way he said goodbye. Yeah, they were they're mad because all he did it with it with a Instagram post when he left Boston. That was just a no press conference, no conversation, nothing. So at this, he stood up there and looked at everybody and said, thank you. And blah, blah, blah. Is Brady done playing football? Yeah. He said at 45, that would mean back when he was 40, he said, I want to play till I'm 45. Now he's 45. He'll be 46 next year at the start of the season. One more. Where?
1: I don't know. I, I, this, this, I mean, We've talked about it. There's, there might be legs to the Miami stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think he's going back to the Patriots. Despite you wearing that nasty I don't think ass he hat, either, but I'm wearing it for him. Yes, is he coming here? Yes,
0: this is it, right? You go. West. This is the only spot. This is the only spot. It, it makes sense for life. It makes sense for the team. The offense, the Jets, right? The defense sucks. No, he's not going to New York. I I don't think he's going to New York at all. He's not going to the Saints, is he? Well, no, because I I think that's a real possibility if Sean Payton were to go to the Saints, but it sounds like Sean Payton is not going back because they're going to keep Derek. uh, They're going to keep Allen after one year. They're not going to move off of him. So he's not going to go there. So Mickey Loomis made that that announcement saying that we're keeping our current coach. So Payton's not going to wind up going there unless they're lying. I after the way Dak played last night, I don't think, I think Mike McCarthy might actually get another year. I thought they got killed last night by the Bucs. McCarthy's out. Peyton goes there. Didn't happen. Dak played really, really well. So they've got a lot of money invested in Dak and it's the same problem with the Packers. Like you owe Rogers a lot of money. So if you're going to trade Rogers, you know, you're taking a lot of dead cap hits and what are you getting back in return? What do the Raiders have? I I doubt the Raiders. Tennessee a possibility for the, for Brady. Yes. Oh, I think it's totally a possibility. I think the Titans are definitely a possibility, but there's no receivers there. So you're going for a great defense in a running game. Like we know, can you go and find receivers maybe and build it up?
1: You just said, Brady can't play in an offense without a running game. Go to the best, the best running
0: game in the league with that house. 100%. I think in in a really easy division. But the, the one thing that he has done, which I need to see it to believe it, is he hasn't gone to an AFC team. And going to an AFC team means you could meet the Patriots in the playoffs. And that's... He ain't worried about the Patriots. I don't they, think... I think that's true. He went
2: back
1: with Tampa. He went in the Patriots and right. beat them.
0: But that's fine because you're with the NFC and you win a Super Bowl with an NFC team. It's out of sight, out of mind. You're not in the conference. You're not going to play them in the playoffs the same way. You meet them in the Super Bowl, fine. But like, likelihood of that is pretty small. Tom Brady ending the Patriots season. I mean, there's so much of a circus if that were to happen, Ooh, and that's that could a, happen. That's the ultimate fu, though. Hundred percent. It's a Ooh. slam dunk. So could he go to the Raiders? Got to yes. me.
1: I mean, Tom's taking notes all the time. Tom's looking to take. I mean, that goodbye last night was. That was that was disguised as a goodbye.
0: That was a I- he needs to get his life in order. All right, first and foremost, Tommy needs to go. De- I mean, look, I'm dealing with it myself. Okay, you you got to go it's get hard. your life. You got to get your life in order. You, you got to get your head right. I mean, like I'm just coming out of it. I'm just and in in, in I'm you know over a year I went through it. He did. The, I mean, who knows how long he was going through it? But you got to get the schedule down. You got to get the kids in line as to what's happening with mom and dad. You got to figure out what you know who's doing what when. And now there's in-season Tom and out-of-season Tom. And out-of-season Tom's around a lot. So when he's around his kids a lot, we're going to figure out whether he wants to play. He'll get the urge or not. He'll see his kids or not. One of his children are in California. So coming to Vegas makes sense for that, for his oldest. And he wants to be around his oldest. That's why two years ago, he was going to come and play here. It's set up for him to come and play here if he wants to play here. If he wants to play, it's set up. Raider fans don't want him. I get why. They don't want the retread, the Jerry Rice situation all over again. They're done with that. But I mean, him coming here, I saw someone post this morning. They're like, it would be the worst end of a career since Elvis. Whoa. And I and I go, Well, look at I I understand the point that you're making that like Brady's looked done last night. But if Josh Jacobs comes back, the offensive line gets improved. He has the weapons to be successful. I mean, him and Mike Evans were off. Whatever happened between him and Evans, they went south. Byron Leftwich did not. His innovation went south. <laughs> you know, Godwin played well. He was,
1: Everything's predicated on them running the ball. As soon as they couldn't run the ball, everybody's looking around like, what do we do now? We yes. can't run the ball. One-dimensional.
0: And it shows you, in the NFL, you can't be one-dimensional in the playoffs. And that no. defense got bad really fast. That was my fear on the total. I was like, man, I was like, I don't know if the defense can, right. you know, I'm worried about that Tampa defense. And I just thought they would play much better. Todd Bowles should I be fired. The chat just asked the Rams. Is the Rams even a possibility? No, Stafford. They're keeping Stafford and keeping McVeigh. Where's Stafford going? Right. He's not going, you no. Rams are a possibility. Yeah. Too much money problem. in Stafford. You, you have tons of money wrapped up. That's why McVay was going to leave because how much money they got wrapped up in Stafford. <laughs> they were just like, you know, mm. they gave Cup the big deal. They got Stafford with a big deal. Like, they got their own problems in, in L.A. to worry about with the Rams. Right. You know, the Chargers decided to fire their O.C. and fired their quarterback coach today. And I i, I don't know. I I think there's a 50-50 shot that Tom Brady retires. Wow. You'd put it at pick'em. Really? Yeah, I think it's a pick'em.
1: I I, I think he's going to have a lot. But it didn't look like he wanted to be there after, you know, there were many weeks this week where it was just like, man, just sit down. You ain't winning the this life, game. Sit down.
0: I, as I said, I think when he goes around the kids, I think he's going to talk to his kids and figure out what they want. And if his kids are like, dad, we miss you. We need you to be around. I think he, I think realistically he could walk and now he may come back. He may walk and do what he did before where it was a 40 day retirement and he came back. But I think that was because she told him to, Giselle said, you have to retire. So we did. And then he realized, well, you and I are getting a divorce. So what the hell am I doing? I want to play. I'm going to go play. But now it's his, all of this is it's his so decision. Hard. It
1: is, but it's so hard to just say, all right, I'm going to quit doing everything that I've done for the past 20 years and I'm just going to switch and turn it on and be your dad. Now I'm going to be your husband. Like that's the part we all go through, Chasing. I used to sit in the book and talk about this all the time about taking that next job or taking that next promotion and going, what are you giving up? Because if you're, if you have to give up the time, that's hard enough. Now you give up the, the time that actually takes to build that relationship for when things get tough, you know you're in the foxhole with your kid or your spouse and all these things. So you chase one thing for so long and you get to the pinnacle. He's the greatest of all time. I mean, it's, everybody says the goat, the this, the that. There's no disputing. Tom Brady's the best quarterback that ever played football with his accomplishments and what he's done. How do you turn that off? Like, that's such a, a thing and go, all right, I'm going to put that away. He's going to be on Fox talking about the games.
0: Why right? did That's he sign that thing. deal? Why did he sign that deal? That TV deal is such a weird thing. It's almost it's so like she—it's like she made him. It's like she negotiated the deal and like she told him, "You need a plan. What are you going to do afterwards? I don't want to see you moping around here. What are you doing after you're going to retire?" And he was like, "Okay, watch. I'm going to show Ooh. you. I'm going to prove to you that I'm going to have a plan. This is what I'm going to do when I stop, whenever I choose to stop." Mm. I'm going to be a broadcaster, and I'm just going to work on the weekends for six months out of the year, and that's it. I'll just work on Sundays, and that's all I'm going to do. Work one game a week, and that's it. Fly in, fly out. It's a 48-hour thing. And she was like, "Great, that's wonderful," because that job thing is still sitting there, but nobody talks about it like it's a reality. I know that Brady actually is going to become Troy Aikman in broadcast games. Again, we don't you know if he's any going to like that. I don't know if he's going to be any good. He says nothing now. He's all of a sudden going to be critical of people. He's going to show like, like Romo does. You're going to call out plays and say, Hey, the lineman didn't slide over. This was a missed play by the back. It's not the quarterback's fault or the receiver ran the wrong route. I mean, maybe he's going to do that, but that's very out of character of milk toast, Tom Brady. (sighs) I I mean, it's a weird, he's got a lot of weird things going on right now. And his kids weren't there last night when he ran off the field, just his mom and his dad. Well, well, I mean, that's what
1: I mean, right? There's maybe it was her week. Like, you know, I mean, you, you're living it. Like you see these things where it's like, well, no, we're not going because it causes her pain or she don't like, right. F him. I'm not putting the kids out there for him to say goodbye to like, to the, to everybody who knows what goes on behind the scenes of these things. They live such public lives like this. I just think it's so hard. Like you're right. He's got to get himself right. But Trying to figure out one if he's going to play or not. I think they're going to have to. Does he I move hope the we will not see Tom Brady get carted off the field. Does like, he move I... the odds? No.
0: So
2: where I mean, he goes, if it,
0: it doesn't matter.
1: Uh, it matters a little bit. Okay. Yes, but it's not the be all end all. Like they don't become the automatic favorite or anything like that. Okay. It'll adjust because people will bet it. Okay. But. I mean, I, I said it on the show earlier that I did this morning. Like, I think we're going to, I hope we don't, but they're going to have to pull Tom Brady off the field and rip the uniform off of him. He loves it so much that he's going to have to physically be unable
0: to perform the job to be told, I don't think you can walk away. I mean, I don't know. I said this publicly. People have told him to play for as long as you can do it. If they offer you a contract, because the second you say no, all you've known since you were 10 years old is the quarterback, the ball in your hands going to work. And now you're 45, 46 years old, and they're going to take it away from you or you're going to choose to walk away. He chooses the prior. He wants them to take it away from him. Versus him deciding to walk.
1: I mean, think about the guys that walked off on their own terms to like winning. Like John Elway had a storybook walk off. Peyton Manning had a storybook walk off. I think he wants that.
0: I would agree with you. And he should have walked after he won it with Tampa.
1: That would have been the time. Would have been perfect. And now looking back, do you think that might bother him because now it cost him his marriage? If he'd have walked there and said, I will. I will embrace walking mm. away. I will embrace everything that I got to go through at home. And that transition is hard. I mean, Ventura's having a kid right now. Your life changes
0: immediately. He's done He's got it. two, by the way. We, we got to remember, he has two baby mamas, not just one. He's got two. He got one double problems. Age. I know, but he had two. So like, it's not just the fact that Bridget Moynihan often, often gets forgotten that there is another female involved in his
1: life. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
0: It has to dictate. like Benny is, Benny is the oldest, but like Benny is raised day by day by Bridget Moynihan, not by Tom Brady. So like, even though we we've seen them as a family unit with Giselle and his two youngest and the oldest, there's still another woman in that picture. <laughs> like there's another female who's involved in the raising of a child that Tom has to deal with mm-hmm. making decisions, day-to-day situations, conversations, whatnot. And that, like we've all known, we've had exes and whatnot. That's a strain on any relationship. Right. Because just L wasn't Benny's mom. So Bridget, I mean, there's a, there's a, a conflict there that has to be navigated. I mean, you
1: see the way Kobe walked away, right? Kobe dove into being a dad and dove into filmmaking and doing all this stuff. I mean, he's Brady's doing that, right? Like, I mean, he's got a movie
0: come. What is this 80 for Brady thing? It's not him. He he didn't do it. They wrote it and he, he blessed it. It's more TB12 really is what he has done. Okay. But I don't know how really into TB12 he really is. Like, you know, I think he set up his friends with TB12 and set up his Guru oh. with TB12 to run a business off his name because he believes in it, but I don't know if Tom Brady wants to be running around the country doing speaking engagements and coming to Vegas and go to trade shows for TB12 product. You know what I mean? Like I don't see that Tom Brady. I don't man. get
1: the feeling that he would want to do that, but maybe he might have to to fill the time.
0: Look, he just lost millions in the FTX deal, so he knows what business lost, can do and how quickly right. you can lose money and up and down, yep. out of your control. I'm sure he's looking at that, looking at his business advisor, saying like, "Hey, you guys talked me to put. I don't know anything about this. You guys told me to do this, right? How much money you mind did you lose by doing this? You guys, anybody ask any questions about what this crypto thing we were doing? Yeah, because Giselle lost millions too, so you know she's pissed. And if Brady was the one that put him involved, thanks, Tom lost how much money out of us appreciate that i mean she's worth 40 million a year so she's fine obviously right. but it's just that's so, just an you know
1: what do you what do you think then all right so like moving forward all right tom's done tampa's okay. done dallas moves on yep you see the first number yeah so what do you make of this four
0: san francisco laying four
1: i was going through it last night um on can i get air. three what am i gonna get the three no, no, no way. I was going through with Dobbsy Ranieri live on the air, and then I went on with Carver and Lisi. and okay. I said, guys, what's the line? Because that was done. I, the game was still going on, but I, I tweeted, bye-bye, Miss American Pie. As soon as the second half started, it was over. It was yeah. done. Yeah. Um, so we'll do it right now. And now we have the benefit of reflection and you've seen numbers, but if it's three, it's too low. If it's five, it's too high. It had to be four. It's a perfect number. First move came on. Plus of course, a lot of people that like Dallas to go to the Jets.
0: Yes, of course. It's fine. It ends this weekend, right? It ends this weekend. For me, the best thing could have happened is that dak prescott looked great that's beautiful that was that was beautiful that was a thing of mwah, that was a chef's kiss of a beautiful thing that could have happened cuz they're going to go san francisco go san Fransi- they're going go to go san francisco and get smacked 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 i can't wait for this where's the rookie
1: quarterback game going to come came in the first half last week that was seattle okay Seattle's defense is pretty good.
0: Seattle's defense stinks. Uh, not really.
1: Seattle's no. defense. Look up at the rankings. Seattle's look at
0: defense Dallas's defense stinks. over the last six weeks. Look at Dallas's, Dallas's defense. defense. Dallas won 13 games. Dallas, Dallas won 13 and four. Okay. Against a pretty soft schedule.
1: Talking about three to four teams left in the NFC or their division. Yeah. And Washington was a game or two for making a playoffs too.
0: Yeah. They played the
1: hardest division in football.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't just know. Saying. I don't think
0: it's a smack job. you you ready to just say it's a smack job. I think Dak will look like Dak again. Dak played a when soft defense.
1: Is going to look like a rookie quarterback? He did look know. a
0: rookie. In the first half against Seattle, he looked like a rookie. He looked like we'll a rookie. See. I don't know. But this against is... this Dallas defense, you tell me who they're going to stop. Who are they picking to stop? Because Kittle wasn't even used in that game against Seattle. Two, he had catches, two catches for 37 yards. That's it. Two. He's going to have more than that coming up against the Cowboys. Is he? Yep. Dallas, plays, Dallas plays pretty good against tight ends. Ayuk was huge in that game. McCaffrey didn't do anything. It was all Debo. He didn't have to. Correct. Which is beautiful because now he can get going. And now you all can right. get after So I mean,
1: it's Tuesday. We'll talk about it all week, but do you think Dallas is going to be able to stop the run? No. I think San Francisco is going to be able to successfully run the ball against Dallas's defense.
0: Yes, I don't. I do. And I think you're going to see Dallas have a really hard time scoring against San Francisco. Really? Yes. A really hard time scoring against that defense.
1: Another under.
0: I think it's an under game. Yes, I do. Yeah, I think it's old. school. got I think,
1: there last night. I think
0: we go back to an old school football game in the NFL. I think it goes back to how the game used to be played in the NFL in the playoffs. It's a it's a physical, emotional. One or two key plays will decide the game, but I think physically, the the, the I think the Niners are going to beat up the Cowboys physically.
1: I think the Niners. Or the, the Cowboys can match the Niners physically on defense. Like I think I think that I think Dallas's defense is pretty physical too. I don't know if they're going to be able to cover everybody. That may be a problem. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to get to Purdy. Um, I don't know. I mean, we got the perfect divisional playoff weekend. It's it's hard to I mean, like Saturday. Jacksonville, KC, Giants, Phillies, a great appetizer. And then Sunday, I mean, just cancel all the plans. Like trying to explain this now to Jess, the girls. Like <laughs> I'm watching football on Sunday from beginning. Saturday too. Saturday to too. End. Saturday, we can figure out how to piece together if you want me to do this, that, whatever. Okay. But Sunday, um must watch television, every play in-game, all this stuff. Cincy, Buffalo, and then Dallas, San Francisco.
0: Two great games.
1: I feel like a kid again. I mean, yeah, we got it, the matchups, right? The uniform matchups, everything we could want.
0: And, and you have Jerry Jones, who can't stop himself from saying that? stupid shit. Oh, boy. I mean, Jerry Jones, what are we doing here? I I mean, right. he actually said he, he compared one win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have tasted what you need to realize. It's there and it will cause you to grow. I saw that happen to our championship teams. And I saw us take guys that certainly had the goods, but not necessarily had the experience of having it happen to them. But our teams of the nineties did come on and get better and grow. Jerry, you just won a road playoff game for the first fucking time since 1993. What are you doing, dude? Shut the fuck up! Seriously, stop talking about nineties. Stop talking about teams that were. I was in high school. I was I'm old. 45 years old. It's a while ago, All right? It the last time ago. you won a playoff game on the road, 1993. Okay. I think I lost my virginity before then. I'm not positive. Whoa. I gotta, I gotta figure out the time. I, I get, Whoa. So when I lost it, the year I lost it, and how old I was. But there's. It's right around that time. I was in college. Right?
1: Yeah, 93 was, right, was fun.
0: Ooh. That's the last time you want a playoff game. Stop talking about Troy Aikman. Stop talking about Michael Irvin. I mean, like, honest to God, man, there's Hall of Fame players. There's elite players. You had an awesome run. But if Robert Kraft, if he still owns the team and is alive in 30 years, if he's talking about Brady and he's talking about Edelman and he's talking about Gronk in, in 2050 in or whatever the fuck it's going to yeah. be, yeah. I'm going to, like, jump off a bridge. Like, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm like, oh, my God, dude, stop. What? It's one game. It's one win. You're going to the Niners. You're underdogs on the road. And the only reason why it's four is because of Brock Purdy. Because if it's Garoppolo, it's seven, in my opinion. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you have whoa. a proven quarterback, a guy who's been in the Super Bowl, a guy who's won big whoa. games, who's played in big moments, the only reason why that number is four is Brock Purdy. Really? Yeah, in my opinion. It's the only question I've got. It's the only, the first thing you said, when does Brock Purdy play like a rookie? Because every other grouping,
2: every other position matchup favors the Niners and they're at home. I don't
1: know why Jerry Jones is like yes. is.
2: He can, can't be obsessed with this,
0: like, the old time of what it was. I watched my, it's like it. I, I don't know what it's like. It's, 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 it's like somebody selling about, the
1: past. Yeah, because it
0: justifies his existence. It, it, it does. It does. Yeah. And
1: as long as he keeps talking about the past, it deflects it from the present.
0: Which, which has everyone's been, been. Yeah, Jer. Oh, when's the last time you won anything, bud? <laughs> like, it's been quite a while there, <laughs> huh, man? It's been quite a while. Keep on retreading coaches and firing and hiring and like, you uh, know, George Steinbrenner's up there in heaven going like, yeah, I've seen that shit before. Uh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I, I know what that's like. Yeah, keep, keep going, Jerry. It works. Give it to your son and see what happens. The guy I mean, did.
1: You know, he, he got rid of Jimmy Johnson, brought in Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer somehow won a Super Bowl. And now I think him doing that, I mean, it deflects a lot. You know, I mean, people were talking about McCarthy loses. They fire I mean, him. <laughs> I was told that. told that in games, July. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. But, like, <laughs> I mean, they're there. They're right. I think this is a lot closer than you're than you're making it out to be right now. Okay. I don't think anything's going to change that feeling. Um, but if Dak throws three picks, it's done. It's a it, it's a blowout. I don't think it's a blowout. But I, I mean, if I get to three, I'm all ten over points ten the or more. If the, uh, if it, if they yeah. lose turnover battle, plus two or plus three,
0: yeah, it's game over. It's, yeah,
1: it's 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 a ten point margin of victory or more. I mean, the teasers yeah. got everybody. There's places, there's books that stop taking teasers. They decided, uh, I, I was told today, Caesars just said, we're done taking football teasers. What? It's division weekend. What are you talking about? We're done. We're done. We've had enough. When the only side that, that you didn't get there was, uh, was Tampa I last that was night. On. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's the only thing. one. All weekend. Yep. So, I mean, this yep. is the weekend you get beat up. But like one blowout this week will cure all that. But books don't think that way. I think it's going to be closer than you think. I, I, I do. I mean, I think Dallas is live to win a game. I really do.
0: Right now. Well, if you're not a Cowboy fan, every single person on the planet is go Niners. It's the world against the against the Cowboys. Right. So it's. I am very much. Can the Giants up. beat the Eagles? Yes, hundred percent. Really. Hundred percent. Yes. I think it's, I, I personally, yeah. right now, if you ask me what it is, I think it's Giants versus Niners in the NFC Championship game. Really? Yep.
1: I'm all fillied out today.
0: I got, I got the Eagles. Dude, what just, I, I'm not, I'm not, it won't be surprising if Philly makes it. I'm not, if you come at me and say like Philadelphia, this, that, and the other, that's fine. I actually think Giants right. in the first half might be the bet I make in the game because I do think it's a big deal that they played a game already in the division. You played one game already in the playoffs. I think it matters when you come in, they're going to be red hot and excited to get after it. They're playing like a fist. And I think the Cow, I think the Eagles might take a second to adjust to play off football and go, Oh, okay. Wait a minute. And then how healthy is hurts. Boy,
1: there's a lot of people that keep just talking about that. Like, man, that's a big deal.
0: How healthy is he? Because if I'm he's not sure. right, <laughs> that is bad news. That shoulder's bothering
1: him. The Giants are physically right. They're mentally
0: right. They're they're on the same page. Right. Saquon's running to justify everything. Right. I mean Saquon Barkley when he was brought in, there was so much hype him coming out of Penn State and so much hype for the Giants, and then it never really did anything. Coach gets fired. You bring in Brian Dabble. and now you've got this Daniel Jones led offense. It's a run first offense that in the playoffs, and we'll see what the weather's gonna be like in Philadelphia. But right. they're built for Northeast football. I mean, they're yeah. built for cold weather, smash mouth, run it down your throat football. They were more physical than the Vikings. They were tougher mm. than the Vikings, mm. and they made more plays than the Vikings. Now the Eagles have more skill players in some, play, in some, some on defense than what the Vikings have. But in the Eagles' defensive line was is definitely better than the Vikings' defensive line, right? But if Barkley and Jones can move the football on the ground without having to put the ball in the air into jeopardy.
2: <laughs>
0: it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch, and I can't wait to watch this game. Yeah, this is gonna be all all eyes on, all hands hey. on deck. All
1: when a line seven and a half is perfect, right? I, I Again, I when you it's get nice. to this point, we've said it now, long time. I've said it for years. This so hardest week to bet.
0: There's no teasing the no giants valley. up. How do you not tease the giants up to 13 and a half though? Well, how do you not take the eagles down to a point? Cuz if the eagles lose the game outright, you lose. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's, that's, just, no, that's I think the giants are live to win the game. Yeah. And they might not, but I think they're going to be right there. This I think we're going to be this is small margin weekend. This is 3 to 7 points maybe every game. Numbers are tight. Even the Kansas City-Jacksonville game, you think it's a tight game? I think Jacksonville's live to win the game. Wow, okay. Everyone says I'm crazy about that. I, I I think you look at the Jags. As long as Trevor Lawrence doesn't repeat the first half that he did last week. We can't ever repeat that first half. They Except can run the ball. The game, they'll get destroyed. They can run the ball. Doug Peterson can design an yeah. offense to run the ball, to keep it away from Mahomes. To play it within one score. Mm. So okay. I mean, that's where that's where I am.
1: You guys in the chat right now, put your NFC matchup in the chat right now. Who's the two teams that will be playing next week for the NFC championship? I want to see what I think we'll see. Circa hasn't put all up. San Circa Francisco. Has,
0: I've been watching all. all They're morning. working Circa. on it. Okay. So I'm waiting on circa to put the exact out. They haven't done it yet. And am I'm, I'm watching it, I'm like, Hey boys, where's the exact is let's go. Come on. Doing
1: the same <laughs> thing. I already sent them a text. They say, can you text me when it's up, please? It's <laughs> just, 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 just curious.
0: Cause
1: we're in a really good spot.
0: Cause um, cause the giants are the best, but like can't, don't you have to take Jaguars exact right now. Don't we have to bet the Jag is that? Cause if they beat the Niners, we got it. Yeah, we got to play beat the
1: chiefs. If they beat sorry, the chiefs,
0: sorry, sorry, beat the chiefs. We, we have them live in the AFC championship game. We can bet the other side. I mean, it's right. Jaguars exact is, they've got to be, it's going to be plus what? Plus a thousand, 10 to one, 20 to one. Okay. 30 to one. I mean, it's almost like you, a required bet. I think with the Jags, that's I'm, they I'm betting the Jaguars. 400 to one last week. Right. So what are they going to be now?
1: Jags four, they were 400 to one to beat the Eagles or that. Right. uh, I think, no, not the Eagles. They might've been 250 to one. I don't, I have the sheet right over here. I'll I'll tell you what they were. Hold on. Tell you exactly what it was.
0: Yeah. So I I mean, I'm going to have to go ahead. I mean, I mean, I'm going to bet the Cowboys this weekend just because I have to, it's a fade on the Niners futures that I've got. So I'll do that. But I have Niners Bengals and I've got the Giants. So I think you have to come in and bet the Jags this weekend. You bet the long shots. The Jags are going to be big long shots, and then you come in. I've already got the Giants, so they'd be the other long long shot that you would jump in with from a Giants perspective. Oh, and then you would bet. I mean, Bengals. Oh, I would bet goodness. the Bills. I'm gonna. I, I I don't I don't have any exposure on the Bills. Oh so my I'll, goodness! I'll, I'll get involved with the Bengals. What are the Jags? Jacksonville. Yep. To beat the
1: Eagles was 115 to 1. That was the favorite. <laughs> See? Then it was 125 to 1, the Niners. Jacksonville to beat the Cowboys, 300 to 1. And Jacksonville to beat the Giants was 850 to 1.
0: So what will be Jaguars, Niners, or Jaguars, Cowboys? Half. So 400 to one?
1: 30. No, well, J- Jacksonville to th- beat the Eagles will go down in probably 40 to 50 to one. Okay. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Jacksonville Niners, about the same. Maybe a little bit less now that the, the Niners got the Cowboys. So maybe that'll be a little bit less. Jacksonville Cowboys will even be close to 300 to
0: one. That that Yeah. I mean, I'm going to bet Jags and I'm going to bet Cowboys this weekend. And then I'll wait and see what happens afterwards. Right. Let's see what's left. And then I already have the Bengals and I already have the Niners. So if they lose, if both those teams lose, I'll have the Cowboys live. And then I'll get on. I'll, I mean, I probably bet the Bills too. I probably will get involved with the Bills as well with those exactos.
1: I mean, them tickets that we going to, my Giants, Bills was, Giants to beat the Bills is 205, the one. Giants I, I, to beat the Chiefs was 195 the one. And Giants to beat the Bengals is four hundred to one. Yeah, I you, have. Uh, this is going to be like my World Series CLV. Yeah,
0: Tickets I, I have yeah, Giants Bengals, Yeah, I have four hundred to one. Yeah, right. I've got four hundred one. Yeah. I've got. uh Yeah, I have one hundred. I, I I have I have one hundred ninety five to one with the Giants against the Chiefs, and I've got two hundred five to one Giants beat the Bills. <laughs> yeah. So uh
1: I don't know. The chat just lit it up. Pretty much, it looks like. There's a lot of people that have
0: Niners, Eagles, Niners, Eagles, Niners. Yeah, Eagles. I mean, I've got that. I mean, but but Niners, the, Eagles, the too, NFC Championship. It's twenty. Oh, Niners, Eagles. I mean, I I have Niners over are Niners, Giants. I have Niners over oh, the Chiefs. Lot, Niners over the Bills. Right, right there, which I think those two teams are going to meet for the AFC Championship game. And I've got fifteen to one and uh, thirteen and a half to one on on those. Wow, so I mean, it's it's still good. I mean, it covers if if one of those hits, it covers all of my bets, and and I make money. I don't make a ton right. of money, but I, make, I it covers all my bets if one of those come, one of those comes in. I mean, the Giants against the Bengals is the dream because then we bet the Bengals on the other side, and I'm picking up dimes, plural. Right. So multiple. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm have to I'm bring pull. a bag to pick it up. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm like, let's yeah. go. Like, this is going to be a lot of fun to see what that ends up happening. So
1: <laughs> Alex L just came in and said, if it's Jags Giants Super Bowl, I'm going to do laundry instead of watching. Wow. Really? Jags Giants, and he's going to do
0: laundry. Disagree, not even to white,
1: he's gonna do colors. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, let me ask you this question so this is an offshore number right now, mm-hmm. but there's an offshore that has Lamar Jackson as the odds on favorite to go to the Patriots.
1: Why did you think everybody wants to go to the Patriots? Why do you keep? I didn't do, do this. This Patriots. isn't me, I didn't I know, do this. This, this is, even came up on the rundown, like because they this they is crazy. You,
0: well, you don't think this is nuts if Lamar Jackson goes play for Bill Belichick, You don't think that's crazy. What are the Patriots going to pay Lamar Cam Jackson? How much? Him. Totally different situation. Lamar's in his prime. Cam was done. He is, but Lamar's hurt. Like this is the is first he? step
2: of the is running he?
0: quarterbacks getting hurt. Is, is it not he? hurt? Oh, is he? Or is he making a business decision like you have said all year? Well, he did this. I mean, they didn't give him the money. So I'm but not what? playing. He basically said goodbye to the Ravens yesterday on Instagram. No question. No question. Goodbye. <laughs> <In the cap. laughs> Appreciate it. Goodbye.
1: Well I'm done. But Kyler Murray said goodbye to the Cardinals. Similar situation. Then they said, no. Oh, who are uh-huh. we going to get? Hold on. Hold on. If the Ravens have a backup plan, okay, maybe that is a goodbye.
0: Do they yeah. want to pay them 47 million on the franchise tag. That's what they have to pay them. 47 maybe. million dollars for one year. Boy, Harbaugh. I don't I don't think Harbaugh's. I don't I think Harbaugh saw he was one score away with Tyler Huntley. I don't think he's gonna invest that much draft that much capital into one player. I don't know. Unlike the Ravens to do it. I mean, they need to. They stink without him, but they almost got there without him. They just didn't do it. I don't know. I I I thought that was made the rundown because I don't get, I mean. Lamar leaving is one thing. Lamar leaving and going to the Patriots is like, wait, what? Don't believe that. I don't know. I think, I mean, if Brady don't go to Miami, I I think Lamar to Miami would be a monster. But how do they afford it? They have Tua. They've got Bridgewater. I guess he's contracts up. I think Lamar I would agree with that. Lamar in that offense. Whoo, they got all in pieces. They got that young Hill, coach who just kill shit about anything. And he's Lamar is man. from Florida, right? He's from South Florida, right? Yeah. So it makes total sense. I agree with perfect you. Perfect. That, sense. Makes, that makes perfect sense. I get that. And yes, that is and Lamar Jackson's a quarterback of the Dolphins. I'm yes. Yeah. The Patriots doesn't make any sense to me. No. No, 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 no. I I I don't. It would be on like to see him make that to, to see him make that move. Be surprised if that were to right. happen. Uh, a couple of quick basketball stories. Yep. So LeBron scored 48 last night against Houston. Does it mm-hmm. make you pause at all that LeBron can go into his bag when he wants to, when he chooses to let go? The Lakers make the playoffs. Are they dangerous? Wait, you can do that out now? No, I'm just asking. LeBron
1: is a perfect guy to eat up and stat up on bad teams? No. I mean, do you think he could do it against good teams? You need a team. He ain't got a team. Well, AD's coming back. Yeah. Okay. When? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Would you stop? Just asking. These people that all want to make the Lakers good. I mean, it's not happening. It's not. They're dangerous it's in a awesome playoffs. Well what, what dangerous to do what? Win a playoff series? Maybe. Well, maybe. Depending on, on the play. They, but if if we have a yes, no, and like yes. you know, circa has a yes, I can't make the no more appealing. Or, I mean Higher. I wouldn't, I want the yes. <laughs> Come on in and bet the Lakers to win the West and win a championship. Please, please, <laughs> please, that'll help us get ready. For all the other stuff. I take all the Laker money, but saying it for years. Not that he's washed and he's done. He ain't got a team. You still need a team to win a championship. He's great. He's doing it. But. but <laughs> Come
0: on. But. And I I can't count on AD. I can't. Can you? Right. No. Not, Not at, at all. all. Jason Tatum scored 51 yesterday. Yes, he did. He had had 48 points with 48 seconds to go. And he said, give me the ball and shot a three (laughs) to get to 51. And he said after the game, he said after the game that Jamal Crawford told him, Hey man, if you get close to 50, go get it. He ended with 49 against the heat and Jamal Crawford texted him and said, Hey man, don't do that again. Don't end with 49. Go get it. (laughs) So he had 48. She said, give me the ball. He shot a three. With forty-six seconds, left, forty-eight seconds left to give him fifty-one points. Put yourself in that situation. If you got
1: forty-eight, I mean, if I got a guy on my team and it's not me getting got forty-eight, I give him the ball every time down. Go get you fifty, man. That's a cool thing. If you can't tell time that with career. a teammate, you know you got to you got to check who you are
0: about that. Yeah. Fifth time in his career, he got to fifty points, which is just stupid it's got all these people in boston asking could jason tatum go down as the best celtic ever and i'm like will you people stop it please he's
1: 25
0: right he's really young but to go down the mountain the mountain he has to climb let's let's win one first okay that's all let's get a ring okay let's let's win one and then we can start talking about where he could wind up but until then, Larry's got three and three MVPs. You aren't getting over Larry anytime soon. All right. We got a long way to go in the career Jason Tatum before we're talking about Larry Bird. All right. Why, so, why do
1: like, we always advance those in the medium? I don't right? know. It's why a great question. They Just advance them so fast. Like,
0: hold on. Can we just win one? Let's let's he let's get a in one MVP finals course. and lost. So, like, let's, let's see what he does. Let's see. I mean, Yeah, they're the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. Yes, they're having a great year right now like hold on <laughs> like i love jason tatum but mm, like calm down now right the pantheon of boston celtics greats is pretty large talking, talking about, about it what are you talking ever, about yet, to ever play the game he's, in boston working Celtics uniforms yeah if you're talking about that right now you're you're talking
1: like he don't even have admission to the program yet i would agree Yes. Like it's, it's,
0: it's too, he's too young. Yeah. It's Larry. I mean. It's starts with bird. And then you can get into the debate as to two, three, four, five, you know, people love koozie. You can talk about that. You can talk about obviously the number of rings that were won in the 50s. Russell. Russell. Well, people argue about the, the competition and blah, 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 but whatever it's I I'm with you. I mean, could his number one up being retired? Yes. But Kevin Durant won one championship, his numbers in the rafters. So like <laughs> Boston's gotten a little liberal when it comes to giving, giving away those spots in those hang, hang- banners retiring numbers so mvp chances are what that's what the graphic says I mean, high for him to win know, the mvp
1: Jokic is plus 175 yep. luka is plus 250 Giannis is plus 550 tatum's plus six dollars yep. and then it gets to the double digits my man joel Embiid, who just can't win it he just won't win it they won't give it to him
0: i joker's unbelievable I is. Three in a row. Larry was the last one to do it, and he could very well throw in three in a row. Game-winning shot this week. Three-point shot, top of the key. (laughs) Boom, and then everybody wanted to
1: ambush him, and he don't even know how to sell, like, a big, you know... uh, Big honey. (laughs) Big honey, but... (laughs) Sometimes it's just not smooth doing what he's doing. Like, his celebration was so awkward. It was like (laughs) my grandmother would call him like a big bubble loof. Like, he's a big, you know, I was like, okay. But he's
0: tremendous. It's it's his award to lose. I Mm, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. So, tonight, there's two games (laughs) that I have. Decided to bet totals today on Tuesday's totals Tuesday. NBA totals? Yeah. So I, I have an NBA t- totals Probably. I am so far on the wrong side of both these games. It's actually kind of funny. Oh, God. Because Denver, Portland went from 233 and a half last night to 238. Oh, <laughs> you've <have> under?
1: Uh huh. We should probably re bet it. If you liked it at 233, you should love
0: it at 238. I mean, what? I mean, I keep on going like, Okay, so why now would you bet this game under? What was I thinking? Somebody wasn't going to play? No, because the str- I'm betting the streaks on both. Oh, and this is this is an under game at the moment. Uh, hold on, let me, There's a under game, really? Wow. Yeah, okay. because uh, let's see. So this season, Denver at home is 13 and nine to the under. Okay. They are 18 and 13 to the under against the Western Conference. Okay. And Portland is 16 and 8 to the under on the road. Okay. And this is up five points.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like over. <laughs>
0: I like over. This game ran. Yeah. So I'm on the wrong side of that. And then I'm also on the wrong side of the other game, which is Brooklyn and San Antonio. Because I bet the I bet over in this game at two. What did I bet? I 235? bet over, I bet over two thirty-five. Yep. Two thirty-five, one and a now, half. That was 231 and a Oh half. god! So this bet is DOA on arrival. Oh. Mostly because San Antonio is an over machine. San Antonio at home, thirteen and nine, eight one and one to the over over the last ten games, 26, 16 and two. They're the number one over team in the NBA. Who is San Antonio? Antonio. Yeah, I mean. It's not even
1: so much because they're scoring; it's just no. because they play zero defense. Yeah, <laughs> they give one hundred and fifty <laughs> points a game, basically. I mean, that game in the in the uh, in the Dome. Alamodome looked worse than an NBA All Star game. I was like, "Where is?" There is no one in the Spurs in the paint. They ain't even trying. And then when they would step out, they didn't even put their hands up to try to like protect against the three. Everybody had an open shot. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't like. Either one of your positions actually nope.
2: right now,
0: but it's a plus two seventy five parlay. By the way, in case you want to get involved, <laughs> we'll do okay. that better to book it. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 not involved. But one game, I'm curious. How about your Sixers, Clippers, yeah. Sixers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Under tonight. Oh uh,
1: to talk, to talk yeah. you into the under. Oh, yeah, Clippers
0: are the number one team, team. at home to the under. Yeah. They're twenty yes. and three. Yes, to
2: the yes. under. At yes. home this year.
0: Yes. I
1: like that. I like that. Um, did you see the move came on the uh clippers too? Like who's, it, who's who's overnight playing? was Sixers a minus a one. Right. One and a half. It's now the flipped. It's minus two clippers or minus one and a half. So we're trying to find the Sixers money now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like the Sixers in the game, but I default to them more often than not. Yeah, under. I like. I like under. We'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, that total wasn't there when I was betting.
0: Close, like I, I would just drive there now, go to the game. When I was betting last night, this game was not up. The total was not up. I was annoyed. Well, this is the problem. I don't know who's
1: playing yet. (laughs) The Clippers (laughs) are literally. You have a job that's optional. I'm Kawhi Leonard. I'm a professional basketball player. I play when I want. Optional. PG Paul George. I don't know if I'm playing. And then these two, I think they've played twice together together the whole season. So when That's one plays, the other don't. I think everybody's playing for the Sixers. That's why I'm leaning them like right now. But again, I will 100% be watching the game. If things happen right in the next hour, I may just get in the car and go. Not oh, wow. tell nobody. But like things are rolling right now. We had a very good birthday last night. You know what I'm saying? No title sure. shots or nothing like that. Yeah, it was a great meal. Sure. Had a great time, everything's happy, and I just got a thank you text from uh, from the missus to say oh, that was nice. a really enjoyable dinner. Literally, like very minutes. good. So when
0: you heard Love my it. phone buzz, I was like, "Wow!" I so you're going to cash in that out. capital right away within ten hours of it and get in the car and drive to LA. Not sure I'd don't. play that card right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's
2: not a good move. No, 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 no. That's like right. that,
0: that's that's going to the window, winning your money and rebetting it right away. It's like you don't need to do that. <laughs> you can take the money, deposit it, think about it for a bit, and then go and make the bet.
1: Very smart. See, that's so. good. That's why we. That's why we. we listen and then we talk, and then you have somebody tap you on the shoulder and say, "Yeah, stay home. Like,
0: yeah. Don't do that, dumbass." That's, that's and, and, anyways, you have dinner plans here that I'm getting text messages about. So, and if I'm if I'm gonna rearrange my schedule, my favorite and, thing about today. Okay. Well, if we're, if we're going to dinner, I'm re- and I'm gonna rearrange my schedule. He's making go. the plans. So I told I him it, I'm gonna rearrange it to make the dinner. You can't go to LA because If you're not there, I just know. me and him. You're supposed to be there. That's gonna be kind of weird. Know. So. Just I got okay. yeah. saying you coming to dinner. Dave and I going to dinner. New Hampshire. Right? Uh, hold on, I can't, can't respond you to you I'm doing yeah. the show. Right. Uh, there are eight games in the M- in the NHL tonight. I know.
2: I there, are, there
0: are there uh, are four six and a halfs and four sixes on the board. Yep. How many first period overs hit?
2: Hmm. One, two.
0: Three, four. Oh, you're over half. You're going to go half or more than half? Five. Five. Well, oh, five and three is profitable. Five and three,
1: depending on the juice, should be profitable. Yeah, I would say they go five and three. Just, I mean, just that literally was what just are the, the three that you?
0: What are the three that you're saying will not go? Will not go um,
1: yet? I got hesitant on Columbus and Nashville. Okay. Uh, I got hesitant on Minnesota, Washington. Okay, and I got hesitant on <sighs> Winnipeg, Detroit.
0: Montreal is not
1: hitting. What are you talking about?
0: Not hitting. Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Montreal over period is not hitting.
1: No, no.
0: Mm-mm. Okay. Um, Detroit, Arizona, I got a little bit hesitant. Okay, I would be hesitant. I would be hesitant on. I think four and four is really possible. Oh, yeah. It's it's very possible. Because I think you. I think Seattle, Edmonton, Buffalo, Buffalo, Chicago. That has to go over. Anaheim, Philadelphia. That has to go and over. Florida, Toronto are the team. Those, those were the out. four I looked at that said, that
1: I, I said those four. Yeah, those go over. And then I wavered a little on uh, Winnipeg, Montreal, and Detroit, Arizona. And I said one of those two is going <laughs> over. And that's how I got the five. That's exactly what I, I just scanned a board and that's exactly what I did. So the Kraken are on the road
0: again. They won six in a row. They went home and got mm. blasted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lost four to one. Yep. Now they're back on the road tonight. Yep. At Edmonton as plus 152 dogs or 150 dogs.
1: Market's not pricing the the Kraken right. They don't
0: they're believe. Really they don't believe that they can keep this going on the road. Well, I I can't say I blame them. I mean, it's an insane run. It's just, it's hard to. um, They're 16, 4, and 2 on the road, by the way, this year. Edmonton's 10, 11, and 2, yet Edmonton is favored by quite a bit. Edmonton is 10, 11, and 2 at home. That's their home record. Yep.
1: And the Kraken are 16, 4, and 2. I was texting with Furman on Saturday, and I just point blank asked him, Could Edmonton win the cup? Well, like, I was, I mean, I watched a lot of the game against the yeah, the
0: Knights. Knights. They're fun to watch. They're good. They're goddamn God all comes down to the goaltending. <sighs> it's all gonna come down to the guys in between the pipes for them. It's so it's so like they're so close. Like I, I mean, dry saddle is so fun to watch, and people don't talk nearly enough uh, how talented awesome. that dude is. Awesome. And then because you're watching McDavid and you're like, who the hell is like Dry is like just like McDavid in a lot of plays? Tic tac-toe, and their passing is tape to tape, and they're just really, just, really yeah. good. Um all that being said, is you're right though.
1: Like this is one of those ones we just coming in, and you keep getting wrong with the with the cracking. At some point, somebody's gonna go lower the number. Like lower the power. Like it has to raise their power rating, lower the number when they're on a road, lower the number. Well, they put out minus 170, put out minus 160. See what happens. And the market is keep betting against the Kraken, so I don't know. I, uh, they, they absolutely can win on the road. The game's going over. That's the best
0: play. Probably. So sports Grid, Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow for a Wednesday. If you guys are live on YouTube and Twitter, don't move more to come here with B, B, B B. B. better to book it time. (laughs) So I have a over one and a half goals parlay. You and these
1: parlays. I got a call from somebody today that we both know. They're like, what's he doing with these gifts? <laughs> what's wrong with it? What's know. wrong with it? It's not a bad it's bet just, at all. It's just not traditional. You know how people in this space oh, are. They're like, what is he doing thing. with the gifts? I'm
0: like, I'm not okay, talking to you about this. Right don't, now. Need a, don't need to don't worry care. about what I'm betting on. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> over one and a half goals, Edmonton, Seattle, over one and a half goals, Chicago, Buffalo was a plus 144 parlay.
1: And I actually bet this. I looked at both of those games and said, how is this is not going over. How's this not going over? Which one gets you? Chicago Buffalo. One nothing. See, I think it's the other one. I think it's really. Yeah, because it's like a playoff game. It's almost like, I mean, like the Kraken got to start to really believe like we're playing. We're playing to get in the playoffs like every Chicago Buffalo may be a dud. You know, maybe it might be a blah type game. The way the Blackhawks give up goals, though, I mean, how does that not go over? I don't know which one loses. I like it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I still, I mean, I'm like all, all over Chris Otto's Twitter account, like every night. <laughs> I'm staring at it, and we've got overs tonight. Buffalo is when he makes his show debut. He's got to do it with us. Hundred percent. Sixty three. Buffalo is sixty three point four percent to the over. Seattle is sixty one percent to the over. Yeah, this season. Chicago hasn't been great, but Chicago recently is eight and two to the over over the last ten games, right? So they've been giving up a ton uh going and then Edmonton is Edmonton. I mean they just you know fifty five percent of the time and six and four over the last ten, and they give up goals and they score goals, right so. I right. like that plus one forty four. Uh, I we already talked about the other parlay. This was just because it was a totals Tuesday, and I was fooling right. around with. I had a half a unit to go ahead and jump in with. This basketball bet is dead. <laughs> with over dead, no, it I don't, okay. could be all bullshit. It's not dead. Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's we'll see. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> it's two thirty
1: five.
2: It's 235
1: 235 to the over. over.
0: I may have written that wrong, but it's 235 to the over, 233 to the under. But it's both those. The the market completely disagrees (laughs) with my bet. They completely disagree with what I'm doing with that. Uh, And then under six, Winnipeg and Calgary. Sorry, Winnipeg and Montreal. Nervous about this one? Uh, I could have laid minus 130 at six and a half. But I think 3-2 is the final. Winnipeg is the number one team in the NHL to the under. And Montreal played yesterday. So did Winnipeg 2 1 final. Both games went 2 1. That's why this one goes over. Maybe. But I, I think it's I an opportunity. Know. I'll book this one. I,
1: I just, sure. Winnipeg came up in the discussion with uh, with both Furman and, and my Did you win it all? Started. Look, I mean, started right put, now, started he to put it out there. I'm trying to find a team. It's going to win the Western Conference if it's not the favorite.
0: Look, if you want to talk about what Hellebuck's probably going to win the Vesna right He's now, playing okay? out of his all right. So we're talking mind. about where we're talking about why are the Winnipeg Jets the underplay that they are? It's because of their goaltending. It's because yes. Hellebuck has been playing such incredibly well in net that as long as he keeps rolling this way, we we've seen hot goaltenders what they can do in the playoffs. So you get one guy who's going to be unbelievable. stamina I mean. Right now, Winnipeg at home, this is a road game, but Hellebuck's goals against average is 1-8 at home. It's three on the road, but that's because he has a he has two games in which he gave up six he and gave, five. Well, yeah. So he's got a couple yeah. of elevated games right. that really screwed up the numbers. Yep. But if he keeps playing like this and they win their home games and they steal one on the road, yes, I, you could see Winnipeg potentially have some time to make some noise. And right now, they're off the radar screen entirely because their record is not that good. Right. So, I mean, the 29 14 and one, they have 59 points. It's not horrible at all. It's just right now, the Golden Knights, because they were so hot for so long, you know, pretty good. Well, actually, you know what? Winnipeg now has more points than the. Wow, they now are tied for the lead. That was quiet. That's why I asked. Wow. Dallas, I didn't realize that. Dallas and Winnipeg both lead at 59 points. This cold snap for the Vegas Golden Knights. They still lead the Pacific, but they're now, they no longer are the lead point getter in the West. Trying to just
1: get why not positions. Seattle? Why not Seattle? Or the Kings?
0: Not sure yet about the Kings. Okay, Edmonton I think is a very good bet. I think Winnipeg's a good bet. Dallas I'm not buying. They're two Jekyll and Hyde on the road. See, I mean, to home. I, did you see them against the Knights? Yeah, Friday? they look really good. But it went under. Like I bet under, and it they, they was easy
1: under. I'm impressed with them. I'm the the West is so wide open to me, and that's why I'm trying to look and see. That's that's what the the discussion came up specifically about Winnipeg, because what what's what's the number for them to win the
0: cup? (laughs) Winnipeg is wow, really thirty four to one. I'm
1: telling. I mean, now that we've told everybody, they're going to adjust it.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, the Oilers are twenty-two to one, right? Dallas is sixteen to one. Hello, hello, hello. Huh? That's what I'm saying. Like it's and why is Colorado seven to one?
1: Because they took all the bets before. What took all the bets? Literally, that's what people bet. All summer they won the cup.
0: They're the favorite, not even in the conversation not the right cup. now. But they're not no. healthy. It doesn't matter. Even when healthy, they're not in the conversation. Not my mind. No, sorry, no. They're not winning back-to-back cups. No, absolutely not. I think mean, it's minus ten thousand to the no. They're not winning. The, 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 they're not winning the cup.
1: The Western Conference prices are jacked up because the, the best team in hockey that. It, I mean, we all fucking know who the best team in hockey is. I'll fucking say it: Boston <laughs> Bruins are the best team in hockey. It doesn't even hurt when I say it. I just don't <laughs> want to say it too loud. Right. But I've accepted the fact that they're the best team in hockey. And they, know, I, they're ten points ahead of the second
0: place team. Yes, I, 10, I, I
1: told you that on a show last week. They're I know.
0: seventy. They have seventy-two points. The next closest is Carolina with sixty-two points. <laughs> I know. To the West. Look Conference, at the standings. <laughs> they're up by thirteen points on the Western Conference leader, the Boston Bruins. Assured. It's 13 so We're in January. This is nuts. They I mean, could end up cool. like
1: 25 points ahead of the Western conference leader. They're on pace for the most points ever in the history of the league. <laughs> all
0: right. It's ridiculous. Jim Montgomery. Who the hell thought 21, one in three at home. That's just, it's stupid. 21, one in three at home. <sighs>
1: <laughs> the prices on the Western Conference teams are higher than they should be because everybody that, knows that they ain't beating them in the Stanley Cup Finals. Well, I don't want that. We get the, well, I'm not going to. Yeah, we got to get the team ideally, like we did with the Exactus. We got to try to mm-hmm. put ourselves in a position to have the teams that are playing for the conference in each side. I'm trying to pick who's going to play the Bruins. The hockey's unique because you got to get out of the division to then get to the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. So the Boston road is not going to be easy. <clears throat> it, but once they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, that might be a little bit of a breather. They're going to be that much better, maybe.
0: So, yeah, what if they
1: played a Western Conference Final team that they beat by 28 points in a regular season?
0: They're going to play Boston. They're going to play Toronto-Tampa, right? Well... No, because the the one and two
1: in the in the conference get the wild card. Right. And then you and then you have the the wild card. Then fans. you got the then you got the gauntlet. I mean, Boston could play Toronto in a second round.
0: Please. Thank you. Can I have more of that? Thank you. My God, it's a finger roll. Let's really? go. <laughs> it's Toronto. Oh, God. It's easy. It's, 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 you want talking talk about like ownership? Toronto Maple Leafs aren't beating the Boston Bruins in the playoffs. I don't care how many people they put out in that stupid square. ain't happening. The views expressed the, the show right now. <laughs> well, I, I, oh, uh, oh, oh, my God. So I'm, stepp- I'm stepping out. I'm here comes the saying, Canadians after us. By saying the Maple Leafs suck ass in the playoffs. Sorry. I mean, I, 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 I must be so crazy that Toronto can't do anything. How many 3-0 leads have they blown recently? How many times? I mean, like, it, it's hard to play hockey with both hands over your throat and squeezing hard. I mean, it's difficult to do that. Put the dark glasses on so people don't. I mean, ter- you you want to talk about a, a franchise not to be afraid of in the playoffs? It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh boy! Now
1: he's doing it. He's doing
0: it. It's, it's- <laughs> you're right. I <laughs> you're right. I mean, they, you want to talk about a franchise that literally can't say anything back to anybody in the NHL? It's a they, Toronto really,
1: they really can't. I mean, that, that, that in fairness, people in Toronto or in <laughs> Canada, Leafs fans, wherever you are, hit the like button right here, subscribe to the channel. No, don't even. Everyone knows. The whole country knows. Yeah. They all know. Like, everyone knows. They're like, oh, listen, yeah, right. they, they dump on them in their own country. To win yeah, yeah. people yeah. Dump, everybody dumps on the
0: Leafs fans. Rightfully right? so. Right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, look, I want McDavid. I, if a Canadian team is going to break this streak of not winning the cup, just from from an NHL standpoint, having McDavid win the cup in Edmonton be would pretty be pretty good. Unbelievable! It's great for Austin the sport. Austin
1: Matthews is the MVP of the league, and him winning it in Toronto, the sixth largest city on planet Earth, might be okay too.
0: No, where where, where, where would Buffalo be without Toronto? It's such a funny conversation. It's like would, would Buffalo, Buffalo have any sports? What are yeah. you doing right now? We shot Buffalo. At Buffalo? Buffalo needs, Toronto, Buffalo needs Toronto because Buffalo needs Toronto. Buffalo needs Toronto. Yeah. Buffalo is like, like Worcester. It's like, it's a, you've been a Buffalo. It's so small. Buffalo is so small. It's, I used to, to, to have, an NFL, have, have an NFL franchise in Buffalo, New York. They need the Toronto people to come across the board to go to the game. They need it's that packed that stadium. The bills are everything. What are you talking about? It's not a media market. It's not a, it's not a market that deserves an NFL franchise. <gasps> it's t- it's green Bay in Buffalo. Gigantic the, stadium. Okay. That we- that's, what do you mean they're building? They're trying to build a gigantic stadium. That's not been passed yet. They're trying to build the stadium there. They didn't okay that? It's not done yet. Oh. They don't have that. St- they're trying to build a stadium in Buffalo. They'll probably get it done because the Petrullia right. The Petrullia. I so always say their name wrong. They've got more money than God. The Pagoulas. The Pagolas. Thank you. The they, 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 they're going to fund it. I mean, they'll find ways to get the thing built because they can, you know, they have tons of money. But I mean. Buffalo, New York, having an NFL franchise, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Buffalo, New York, New Orleans, Louisiana, the three markets that have never made any sense size wise to have NFL franchises. New Orleans has it the same way Vegas has it because of tourism and everything else that goes into it. You can justify it. Right. It works. Green Bay and Buffalo. uh-uh. It's like Reno having a football team. What did Reno have to do with this? What do you tiny. Do you have a small, map right now that you're small? just zinging darts at? <laughs> this thing, they're saying there's small cities that don't belong in major professional sports. <laughs> they just don't. <laughs> it's Talk like having it's like Omaha Bracken. not a successful it. franchise. What is Green Bay is not a successful franchise? Yeah, without Milwaukee, Wisconsin, they wouldn't have anything. They need Milwaukee. They wouldn't have anybody there. They have grandma and grandma watching the football game. That's it. <laughs> And <laughs> that's all you'd have the You, you need know, Milwaukee. Come on up, drive up. So they played half their games in the beginning. They put half their games in Milwaukee. They knew what they were doing they until they built they Lambeau. And them. then they yeah. went up having all their games being played in green Bay. And there's still everybody from Milwaukee that drives up to Lamb to Lambeau to go to green Bay, Wisconsin,
1: man, just saying mean, how crushed are the bills fans going to be if they don't win on Sunday? Oh, it's going to
0: be, be okay. It's, it's, it's like a warm blanket. It's it's like going home. It's, it's, so it's like cute. it's like my it's it's like having an old friend come over. It's like you just you know what that you, you know that pain. You know how like marathoners like know that pain that they get into. It's like that. You just know the pain's gonna be there. So you're like, oh, there's that pain again. Oh, that's great. You're, you're just used to it. It's easy. It's gonna. I mean, if it happens, it's just you know, it's rinse and repeat type stuff. Until further notice, you are the Buffalo Bills. Huh. That's just what you are. You are the Buff. That's why everyone's like. I always laugh when everybody is like talking all this greatness. I'm like, Bill's colors. Did I, are they gonna win something? I'm 45 years old. I haven't seen anything yet. So I'm pretty old. You know they're gonna be favored small if they play Kansas City in a neutral. Do you see how they're doing the tickets? Got that no. email this morning. Ugh. Oh, no, I didn't. No. it's So the, the, the oh, tickets no. thing is, if I'm a Bills fan or a Chief fan, I'm furious. Um, so what they've said is uh, people who have op- chose to opt in previously to the AFC championship ticket tickets will have an exclusive pre-sale opportunity to buy tickets to the potential AFC title game in Atlanta at a preferred rate beginning at 10 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, January 18th. Season ticket members will be provided with unique passcodes to their ticket accounts. Season ticket members will be contacted by email by each club with additional information on how to participate. This is Taylor Swift all over again. Oh, this is bull! This is, this is Taylor Swift. All, it's this all is bull. Have the bots are gonna go in. They're gonna buy all the tickets. <laughs> They're all going to get shut out. It's Taylor Swift 2.0. I saw that. And I was like, oh, that worked really well when they did it. And now this is two markets in Atlanta. So three markets all trying to get tickets and all the Ticketmaster bots and everything else. Good luck. By the way, how close is
1: Foxborough to Boston? Ooh, hour and 20, hour and 15, somewhere in that range. So the Patriots is another example of a place that needed Boston to, to survive, right?
0: What do you mean? Cause it's different. It's really it's just like green Bay and Milwaukee. it's very different, it's very different huh? because how was it? Because the, Boston, Patri- the Boston Patriots, played. they played at Fenway park for a long time. So moving it out to Foxborough, they already had the Boston market. So they moved it out there. It's a little bit of a different situation. a lot of people, a lot of people live in, live around Foxborough. I mean, you could put a team on Cape Cod and support it. But a lot of people who live in that part, people don't realize how condensed that is from a population standpoint. A lot of people lived down there.
1: I forgot until I went back with the kids and I was yeah. like, yeah, this place is ridiculous. <laughs> a lot of people, Way too very, many people living in a very small very, part of the, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the more I've been out here and then I go back to places like that, I'm like, I, I'm poor cool yeah. where I'm at. Like uh-huh. everything's spaced out. I feel like I got a you're little bit of brief. space. Like that. Yeah. You're not,
0: just, you're not dealing with nonstop people on top of you over, mm-hmm. over, and over. Again. I'm with you. It's horrible. Favorite thing about. Oh today. yeah.
1: Favorite That's thing awesome. about today. So last night, I went down and met my dear friend, Steve Bartell, um, okay. who is a Boston guy. Him and I met at the Coyotes hockey game. Me and the guy was working with my line mate from Penn State. And another guy who was a kid that worked with me in Curacao. We all ended up working together at the furniture business. We got Coyotes tickets and we're sitting there. We're watching the game and he hears us talking and it's a show. I'm pu- I'm doing the show. With with the boys and we're talking about the games and all this stuff. He goes, "Hey, you guys play hockey?" We're like, "Yeah, we do." He's like, "Hey, man, are you on a team? And do you play at the rink?" And, he's, and we're like, "Yeah, we're playing roller now." He goes, "You guys want to play on my team?" What? What are you talking about? And he's a Boston guy, and it's funny, but he—you're gonna love him. I mean, he's because he's everyone that you grew up with. And we start talking. We ended up playing together. He had kids. Me and Jess got together. We didn't have the kids yet, but he got to know my dad. He smoked cigars wow. with my dad when my dad came out to Phoenix. Dear, dear friend, drift apart. He moves from Phoenix. He goes back east. He lives in someplace in New Hampshire. You'll know the name. Yep. You tell um, me. Yeah. yeah, but he's in town and mm. he's busy all weekend doing the touristy stuff. And he was telling me he was coming. And I said, it's going to be cold. He was going to ride motorcycles. He was going to do all this stuff. It hasn't stopped fucking raining since he's been here. I said, you brought this New England weather
0: with you. Amen to that. It feels like home. Yeah. It's cold.
1: It's nasty. Been, yeah. It's
0: damp. It's moist. It's damp. It's gross. It's humid. Right. It sucks. Exactly. Yes. He goes, is it
1: always like this? I said, not always, but I said, the winter here, January, February is pretty shitty a lot of times. Monsoon I mean, December. Season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, we get a lot of nasty weather. He's like, you didn't tell me. And I said, I did tell you. You didn't listen. And I, he's been watching the show now for a while. We reconnected through someone and they said, Hey, do you know where Bartel is? And we reached out and now he's got a cigar company called Mola Labe. and we're going to hopefully go to dinner tonight. But him and I sat and visited yesterday for about three hours. Nice. Just talking, telling. At stories about Kids, Were you there? Nope. Okay.
0: Because he, no, he went he said, to Circa, he said, "Where can I go smoke a cigar and yeah. watch football?" And I, right. and I said, "Go Circa, you can smoke a cigar, I watch football." Yeah.
1: So and he did. And That's exactly what he did. Um, his second wife, who he's with now, she went back, so he's here by himself. He said, "Let's go to dinner tonight, me, you, and Matt." So hopefully, the best thing about today will be that we will go sit at dinner and we're going to talk a business. We're going to talk life. We're going to. He's got ideas out the wazoo. To do back east with cigars, books. It's a I wonder if he night. knows.
0: I wonder if he knows the cigar guys. I'll have to, I forgot to. Have, I'll have to ask him. We'll have the whole discussion. They were, they were in New Hampshire. I'm sure he does. They were in New Hampshire. They used to run their show on my on my New Hampshire stations. We're gonna work on something. We're trying Ooh. to figure out a
1: BVB brigade, some sort of thing. But he's got he's got ideas. We'll we'll discuss it tonight, and hopefully we'll have another. Something to present to the brigade, but the but the time taken with a friend who you laced the skates up with, he still thinks he could play. I told him last night, <laughs> you're, you were a goon when you played. He was the guy that would play defense. And we would throw him back the puck at the point and just ask for it back. And he always wanted to shoot. And I said, Steve, you can't even hit the net if you're <laughs> 10 feet away. Used to give him shit, but he's that guy that would always give you the jab in the lower back or the stick poke, physical dude. Um, you'll get to meet him tonight, hopefully, and we'll good. we'll have a good time. But the visit was awesome. Very cool. Looking forward
0: to that for sure. Um, my favorite thing about today, it, it I don't know if it's is your my back thing, well, the I, backdrop. Well, backdrop's phenomenal. I, 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 I love great. that we've got that now. Backdrop's awesome. great, awesome. but. This morning at Sportsbook, which I'll name nameless, name so you can see my Twitter account for it, they, they <laughs> tweeted out, Cleet Blakeman is a guy I met in Omaha in 2005. Okay. At the time, he was, he was a Big 12 referee. He was a weekly guest, actually, on a show called Todd, Todd and Tyler. He's okay. still, still on the air in Omaha right now. Todd and Tyler's been like the Howard Stern of Omaha radio for 30 years, basically. And Cleet would come in, and I hang out with him. He, I, I would be doing the sports. Cleet would come on during the sports and we would just kibitz and talk. And I had no idea. He was a lawyer. I had no idea where Cleet Blakeman was going to wind up going. And Cleet Blakeman is now one of the head referees in the NFL. So I know one of the head referees in the NFL. So there's a sports book today that put out that when Cleet Blakeman is the head referee, the Philadelphia Eagles are 13 in one straight up with Cleet Blakeman being there. And, I just made mention. I was like, look at, I don't know if this is the type of content that sports books should be putting out because it only reinforces the narrative that this stuff is fixed or controlled or influenced. I was like, we just back," like, and so I didn't know how it was going to be responded. And my favorite thing about today is like, I feel like people are starting to come around to the idea that like, there are certain types of content that shouldn't be out there. And a lot of people commented on the, on the post saying like, you know what? This is really bad content. Like this shouldn't happen. Like you shouldn't be talking about this as a sports book. This is, I mean, Someone wrote, it's a race to the bottom to put this out there.
1: Where I was like, have we, wait, we, we've heard that. Frank
0: Schwab did steal your stuff, but Frank Schwab wrote that. Frank's a friend of the show and maybe he got a from you, but. No, no, but we've, hopped,
1: you and I have yeah. talked about this for one year.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm happy that at least now it, it feels like there's getting to be some pushback from people in and around sports betting content that saying, Hey, you guys who run these social media teams, you don't have carte blanche to do whatever the fuck you want. Like you actually have to, you're going to get caught. I I mean, I'm not saying I'm the person to do it, but there are people now who are at least looking at this going like, man, this is not right. Like this is not like Kirk cousins in prime time type stuff. Okay. Like you're, you're tweeting about a referee in the picture they used of Cleet Blakeman arm in arm with Roger Goodell. It's like two best buddies, like arm in arm. So like the picture is also the like flick of the nose of like oh yeah by the way just so you know when Clete plays philly fans go ahead bet the eagles because they're gonna win because of Clete blakeman and if a call happens just so you know remember that they're 13 and 1 so all you do is if there is a call that's either made or not made at the end of that game and if it screws the giants giants fans are going to be all over the internet going oh did you know that Clete blakeman now 14 and 1 the eagles are straight up like these are the types of things we don't want this embedding. We don't want this type of conversation because it brings into question the integrity of the game, which is a house of cards. Like we talked about at the start of the show with Kevin right. Aroly. When you start poking holes like this, at some point, the foundation is going to crack. And I don't really want that to happen because I like sports a lot. Right. I invested a lot of time and energy and years of my life in this stuff. Love it. And I, I don't want to see sports go away. I don't want to see these leagues go under. I don't want to see these things go away. But we got to be careful here, and we, we have to almost police ourselves with this. When you got some 25-year-old kid running a sportsbook Twitter account and gets to throw this stuff out there because somebody finds a trend. You know, hey, by the way, you know the Eagles are 13-1 and one with Cleet Blakeman as the head referee? Let's put that out. He's refereed 14 of their games, or that's just over history? In history. In, okay. his, in his in history his history as his, a head his, referee, his, yeah. Cleet Blakeman, when he is the lead referee, the Eagles are
1: thirteen and one straight up with Cleet. So, Blakeman. is the beef that the content is the content, or the content
0: who's putting it out? I don't like the content, period. But a sports book putting it out, I have a bigger problem with them putting it out. So, a professional better or a handicapping
1: service, that's okay.
0: It's not okay, but it's it's. I understand that they're looking for edges in any way possible, trying to of find course. a narrative to bet. A sports right. book putting it out there only reinforces the idea that somehow the books in the league are in cahoots with the referees to make an outcome happen. How about if the book just putting it out because it's all
1: random, bullshit, trendy information anyway, and the book 100%. puts it out to get it out ahead of it, just saying, Look, you I can think bet this. Bad. I don't know. Fine. Like the problem is, it looks is bad. It, looks bad. The, it does look bad because you're taking the bets. Right.
2: That's, so,
0: that's the problem. Like are that's, you, are, you, are you trying to influence the market one way or the other? Do you want Eagles money? Could you think the Giants are live? Okay. Do your numbers tell you the Giants are live to win this game? Let's load. What up if on the you're heavy on the Giants and you need Eagles money? Yeah, and, and now let's get some and Eagles you put money. Put out all yeah. information and trends. Right, it's market manipulation. Can, that's the bad thing. And we don't know what it is and what it isn't. That's my point. That's why you, that's why I don't like it. And I like people that are, and I was happy that people called. me. I feel today is that it feels like the market people at least are going like, yeah, that's not, we don't want that. Like that's the pushback I think is. What about when seen. the book
1: tells you where the sharps are? Well, you know how I feel about that. That, that can be complete bullshit. Cause it is. Did you see my tweet yesterday from the sharp shop? I went there asking who they liked. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to use that all the time now. Wait for somebody to copy that and use that. That's why I did it with my face on it. So good. Sharp Sharp Sharp
0: shop. shop. It's phenomenal. But that's the point. I mean, all that, all the quotes, all the information, all that's out there is complete nonsense. I mean, Jay Cornegay literally is on tape saying that out loud. (laughs) He said, the stuff we say publicly is for entertainment use only. This is nothing to to bet on. Finally. He just said, it's all entertainment. He goes, all the quotes you hear from me, what I say to media members, it's all entertainment only. Like literally just saying right out loud, like, I don't tell you anything that's real and no book does. And for those, I did like when
1: I, when I was in a room, I, I, I did my best to tell him. I didn't tell him. I, I was like, but my pushback was who's sharp, right? Who's square. What are you talking about? I want to meet Mr. Sharp. I don't know Mr. Square. (laughs) I know all the rhombuses, I know all the parallelograms. I don't know who these fucking people are. I could tell you we got more bets on a favorite than we do on the dog. Guess what? That's every time. (laughs) That's being a bookie pretty much every fucking day. Not what?
0: And maybe there's a square dog once in a while, but for the most part. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean it's just. So I just, I think uh, you can see the trend, uh, the, the thread at sports talk about on Twitter, but I, I was happy to see right. that people are responding if, uh, to that saying like, yeah, this is not the type of content that we A lot of be.
1: people are in the chat as we finish up the show. And again, guys, yeah. thanks. If you were here at the beginning and you stayed with us the whole show, we really appreciate it. If you watched the replay on Sports okay. Grid, take a picture, post it, something like just so people, other people know, because we get getting get told whatever, but we will have. Uh, hats. I'm, I'm I'm working on something where you'll be able to order hats. I don't directly even know this. design it. This is new to me. I'm working on stuff all the time. Okay, you get to pick a base color hat. Pick your B colors and your V color. All right, we're gonna work on that. So you guys stick with us. Do some stuff. We'll go from there. But that's right the OG. Now we'll, There's oh, the OG. That's the that's the original logo right there. And again, thank you uh, to the people that designed that. When, when we really make it big, we'll probably have to really thank them. But, Shannon's great. Yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's, awesome. he's phenomenal. He's awesome.
0: very talented. Yeah. Folks, we're back tomorrow. Same place,
2: same time. It is BVB on a Wednesday. Dave, Matt, talk to you tomorrow.